It seems to me there are two kinds of kids walking in this building. Stoop kids, corner kids. Excuse me? No, stoop kids. They're the ones that stay on the front steps when the parents tell them. The others go down to the corner. Yes, yes. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to episode seven of the Stoop Kids Podcast. Yes, I am your co-host, your boy Ralphie. You're kicking it with Kai. And this is Gene. And this is going to be a one-stop pod for movies, TV, music, video games, and all things in, out, and around the Nerdverse. Gentlemen, how are we feeling? Pretty good. No complaints over on this side. Nice, nice. How about you, G? I'm chilling. I just want to know, is Katie playing tonight? Katie's playing tonight. Yeah. Oh, Katie's. I thought playing. I told you that. Yeah, Katie's playing tonight. Katie's going to break his leg. <laughs> chill, chill, he's chill. He's not ready, bro. Like we really want to talk this war shit. Like he's not ready. So. Nah. He's, oh, um. Just letting you guys know, as this podcast is being recorded, Game Five is going to be played in about a couple minutes. It's approximately. It's about to be nine o'clock. So, watching the game right now. But uh, yes, Katie's playing. Any predictions on the game? Since I mean, I, I was going to finish with this, but let's just start with since we're here. Uh, Raptors going to win. Really? They're at yo. They're at home as game five. All they got to do is take it home. That stadium is about to be fucking rowdy. It is. Drake it's about to be mad annoying, bro. We we know like what's gonna happen if they win too. Like Drake's gonna take the the, the trophy. I hope they don't. <laughs> He's gonna take just, the trophy. Just so he doesn't get the smile. Yeah. Like I just hope they don't win. Yeah. I hope they don't win the period. Mm. So he doesn't get this. Now, I want to see what Kawhi Leonard looks like when he's happy. He's, I mean, he's won a chip before. Has he? Happy. He's, he's always Spurs. happy. He was a Finals yeah, MVP. Bro. Oh, shit. Still the same out. stoic face. No, nothing. no, no emotion? No. He's no. the most depressed man in America. Not even. What his new balances? Facts. You like those things? I, I hate those new balances. Million dollar contract. Bro, they sell those things for like 1800 on StockX. Someone did show me that actually. I did. That's not cash. Yeah, it was you. Is really eighteen hundred? <laughs> I don't know about eighteen hundred, but it's it's a good amount. I said eighteen hundred. Sorry, I'm at eight hundred. Either way, it's a lot of money that they're selling them for. Which, like, how no much you pay ba- for those New Balances? Yo, I would not pay more than seventy nine ninety nine. That's seventy nine ninety nine. It's gotta be payday too. No Fuck deal. the tax. For me, buying them shits in Pennsylvania. <laughs> That's a fact. Now I'm not. I'm not rocking those New Balances. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. They. I'm not. Let me. Not, let me not lie. They do look okay. Mm. I'm not. Five hundred dollars. You could. Ugh, well, for, nah, I'm not paying. Obviously, I would pay a retail price, which I, w- I would have to imagine at the most would be like one ten. Yeah, probably. And that's at the most. I don't even think it's probably that high. But no, I'm not Word, paying for that. But, but the price is gonna when he wins the championship. The price is not going up. It's yes, New it's Balance. How how are they gonna justify raising the prices on New Balance? Bro, yeah, you, just, you want a chip in them. Who cares, bro? It's not Jordan. It's not the sixes, bro. It's not no Nike. Yo, at, at one point... If they people, were Adidas, then he would have you know, had a chance. Which I failed to miss is like at one point people were saying the same thing about Jordans. They weren't. They were. They were not. They were like, yo, these shit's ain't Adidas. These shit's ain't, came came ain't Converse's. He came up with six pairs prior that's to that. Fact, but no, still, that's not. Nah. Jordan is Jordan. Kawhi is not Jordan. But no, I got the Warriors winning tonight, man. I think if Katie looks good within the first minute... If KD looks good, I think that um, they're going to win. All right, well. It, it's just woo. someone else that you have to guard. Yeah. And it's, it's difficult to, to yeah. stop that. Well, maybe we'll know by the end of this podcast. That's one of the best scoring men in the world. Yes. Let's get to the shit, though. Yeah, let's get to, yeah, let's get to the world on the street, gentlemen. All right, let's going to start off with some news that I'm actually excited about. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order gameplay has been revealed mm-hmm. at EA Play over the weekend. Yes. We saw it's, the gameplay, finally, because I know you're referring to you're not going to have uh, any takes on it. So, G, now that you've seen the gameplay, 
Yes. Sir. I ain't going front. Yes, is, is it coming out for Xbox? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might think, think about. It. I might think about it. It looks better than any other Jedi game. I, I probably would have seen it, but no, I, I like Battlefront because mm. I like the whole battle thing and mm. war thing. But um, it, it looks good. It looks better than expected. Mm. I didn't watch the whole video, all the gameplay, but I'm sure once you get your skill points up there, yeah. it was about 13 minutes, I think. Yeah, 13, yeah, 12 minutes. Like it wasn't bad. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. Graphics look nice, right? They do. I was actually kind of let down by the graphics, honestly. Yeah. Because they, because they, they, they went back to the old school tactic of like the the CG uh, animated graphics look fucking dope. Right, right. So right. then when I saw the gameplay, and I was like, this isn't this like, and you can't really, I don't think you can really get away with that shit like you could back in the last generation. Like when you're talking I about, you know you're what saying. I'm talking about. Like yeah, when you're talking, about, you're talking uh, about PS2 games and PS3 and PS1, like you, you you accept it. Like okay, it's, like okay, it's I'm getting fun. the CG and I'm getting the CG cutscene right now compared to like the pixelated gameplay. Whereas now, like a lot of games, their cutscenes run off the in-game engine. So I want to see yeah. the I want to see the like I want the in-game engine and your trailers to run off the same thing. Like uh, Uncharted made, uh, Uncharted and Naughty Dog made that like a big thing. Like when they would start their game trailers, mm-hmm. the first thing that they would say was like uh, using the in-game engine. When um, uh, Metal Gear was coming out, they would do, they would also do the same thing. Their in-game engine that ran the cutscenes would also be running the gameplay. So when I saw like the stark uh, contrast between the two, I was like, ah, oh, come on! I, like I thought that was that's why I said I need to see gameplay. Mm-hmm. I need to see like mm-hmm. how the engine's gonna run itself because while the game does look good. It's still a letdown that it doesn't look like that, and that's why I say that uh, video game companies should really move away from that old school tactic. Where, if you don't mind me asking, where did you watch the gameplay on? Like what website? Because I saw it on IGN. I watched it on IGN. Okay, so on IGN there is a, a tab where you can oh, adjust I watched the setting. No, no, I watched it in 1080p. No, no, no. There's a higher setting. There's a higher setting. Yes, there's a higher setting in 1080p. Was it 4K? <laughs> I think it might have been 4K. Yeah. But if you watch it on that, mm. it, granted, your computer's going to move extremely slow. Yeah. But if you watch it, go when you get a chance, watch it again on the highest resolution. Okay. It's nice. Okay. It, it, I believe I, I feel you. It is, but I understand what Malik is saying. It's, Me too. It's, it's Me not too. that. The game speed and the trailer speed are two different things. Two yeah. Two different things. I mm-hmm. totally get what like, you're saying. It's, 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 like, it's like when you, you... You're right. When it's something that you're used to from like PS2 and PS3, it's just like, I'm used to this, so I feel comfortable. That's probably why I like yeah. the game. But like I understand what you're saying. There's nothing. I gotta see more of the game. Hopefully, there's like cinemat cinematic um parts in the game where you find bosses and stuff like I'm that. I'm sure there is. You know, because uh, yeah. because one great thing that I love about like what games are now able to do by utilizing that tactic is like uh the swift transition from a cutscene into gameplay. Mm-hmm. So have you ever seen when like the game will like literally shift and like you're immediately playing? It's flawless. Like it doesn't stop. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So like when you're so hopefully I'm hoping that it does like something like that like. Uh, watching the gameplay, it was very reminiscent of God, God of War. I think that whole uh, melee system is based off of God of War. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not gonna be surprised if it plays just like it, because um, that was an amazing uh, game. Game. I feel like it's game gonna play like it. I, th- I think. I think so. I think. It's, I think the combat's gonna be just like damn near identical. Mm-hmm. Um, but the crazy thing about God of War was God of War was essentially a one shot. There are no cuts in the entire game, mm-hmm. which is fucking crazy. Now I'm not expecting them to be. Get- uh, God of War because this is fucking EA that has a tendency of fucking things up but whatever um, but it, it looks cool um, like I said I just I'm hoping I have a, my high hopes for for the game is like mostly in the story and it's gameplay so mm-hmm. uh, I think there's like I said I wish they were playing in another area for the exception of the fucking you know same oh this is set in between uh, the Clone Wars and 
and A New Hope. And I was like, I kind of wanted more f- from that. But, I mean, I'm a Star Wars fan, so I'll, I'll check it out. It's not multiple. Just don't sell me half a game. That's all I'm asking for. No, I agree with you. But um, I, my thing, my uh, granted, let me say this. I'm, it's a definitive cop for me. I'm going to buy it. Mm-hmm. Just because I've been wanting to. I never played The Force Unleashed. Where you get to play as a Jedi? Really? No, I never played it. Mm. So uh, this will be my first experience like playing as a Jedi. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think that's pretty cool for me anyway. Oh, I've been playing as a Jedi for like the last twenty years, bro. Hey man, it is what it is. Oh, uh, you, if you really want to play as a Jedi, go back and play the Jedi Knight series. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Academy, mm-hmm. Jedi Knight Two. Well, I well let me, crazy. let me not lie, because I, I did play a Battlefront, and yeah. at certain points you could be. Uh, like Luke Skywalker. Yeah, but that's or, totally different. Yeah, I, I I know what you're saying, but oh, right. you, you never played uh, episode three. Episode no. three had a tie-in game. That yeah. shit was dope too. All I was playing back then was Madden and NBA Live. Bro. Oh, and, and maybe MLB the Show every once in a while. Sprinkle that in there. But um, back to what I was saying. As far as the story's concerned, I'm a little concerned about it only because I don't. It's not going to have a significance on on the major story arc of the series of the movie series. Right. Because clearly this guy's never been. Um, referenced in any of the movies. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously we have the connection with um, uh, Rogue One. Yeah, with, yeah, yeah. Uh, Shout out to Forrest Whitaker. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I don't think the story's going to be that yeah. big of a deal. I mean, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and that's my problem with them playing within the same... To me, when you play within the same sandbox of, like, this time period, mm-hmm. like, you alleviate the tension because... How am I supposed to care about these characters going in when I know that what their impact is on the overall story? Which like, is nothing. Which is, which is literally nothing. Yeah. It was like, that was kind of my hang-up with Rogue One, where it was like, I enjoy Rogue One as a movie, mm-hmm. but because, it's like, did I need a movie about how they got the plans? And like, they were relying on me caring about... The second they went in, I was like, all these guys have to be dead. Yeah. I was yeah. like, all these guys have to be dead. So like, if I don't... if Me going into the story knowing they're all going to die when they die, I, you know, the the... I'm, it's not there for me. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like me supposed to like care, like caring for these characters. So like that's my part. Like if you set this a thousand years before or a thousand years in the future, where you don't know what's gonna happen, where you don't know yeah. what's gonna happen, yeah. you're, you got free reign. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And that's like, and that's that's something that hunkered the uh, the prequels down in my opinion. Mm-hmm. In my in my opinion, you walk in and you're like, oh, that's Palpatine. You know what's gonna be. That's Anakin. You know his fall. Mm-hmm. And then like if the fall doesn't happen the way you wanted to, now you're pissed off. Right. So no, I hear you, man. But with that being said, it's still gonna be a cop for me. I'm gonna buy it. Oh yeah, I'll probably pre-order it sometime this summer. If, so if 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 IGN reviews it above a eight point yeah, I'll I'll get it. That's anything cool. anything less, I'll I'll borrow it from mm-hmm. you probably. Yeah, 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 whoever gotcha. got Xbox One game shit, holler at me. I'm not buying that trash. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. So X Men um versus Fantastic Four has been recently um. Revealed. Revealed, I guess, that they wanted to do a movie on it, Fox. They were doing, a, I guess, a crossover film. Yeah. Um, would we have wanted to see that? No. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't care like for it, is. honestly. It would have to be good. Like, the trailer would have to catch me like, oh, okay. This mm-hmm. is good, but I, I'm I thinking of it, it from the perspective of, like, what I wanted to see that those that movie with those the cast that were running at the time, mm-hmm. and that's what the no is for me. Because okay. I think at the, around the time... They might have been talking about the original Fantastic Forecast. Jessica Alba and all yeah. that? Yeah. And Captain America? Yeah. Like, nah. Because those movies didn't even set those characters up as, like, real fighters. Like, the fucking X-Men would wipe the floor with them. Destroy them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't even know if the Fantastic Four, like, kill people. <laughs> like... I don't know. Like, Wolverine, like, murders people. Yeah, like, like, he's a killer. Yeah. So, I don't know how that would have worked. Um, 
also those are two very unstable franchises like super i like i like uh fantastic four 2 rise of silver surfer i think that's a competent movie like, it's better than the first. It's I, better. Than, I, it's, I, I agree with you. Yeah, but there still wasn't enough there that warrants like, oh god, like I got to see these guys. No, I was okay with them with them having those two films and kind of just moving on from it. Mm-hmm. Um, I also heard that uh, Ben Affleck's Daredevil was going to be present in it as well. It was Ugh. it was going to be all of the Fox properties basically trying to do their own Avengers thing. Ooh, I don't know about that. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I, and also, honestly, I don't think the world was ready for a large crossover before twenty twelve. I don't believe so. No, because they didn't even set it up. Yeah. And it, you don't even know if it's in the same universe. And, and that was at a time where there wasn't enough consistency in, in films, mm-hmm. like in film franchises. Because yes, there's, if you look back, all those franchises had like kind of nope, like hard nope movies in them. Like you had, like you had for every X-Men and X2, you had The Last Stand. Then you had the two... We'll get uh, into it. We'll get yeah, into it. We'll get, we'll into, get into, into it. But uh, then, you, then you go into Fantastic Four and those, those both were like... And then you go into, <laughs> and then you go into Daredevil, which was death was a hard nope. And then like even like going back further, like you look at the Blade movies, like mm-hmm. you had the first two Blades were cool, they dropped the ball on the third one, and the same thing with Spider Man, they dropped the, like there wasn't enough consistency to warrant like all right, people are really fucking with these franchises, they're loving it, mm-hmm. we can't miss right now, let's throw them all together, right? Because uh, love it or hate it, when those initial Marvel movies came out, for the exception of the Incredible Hulk, which still made money. Um, everyone loved those movies. Mm-hmm. They all like received. I want to say like at least like B pluses. Well, Iron Man two is well, but even yeah. Iron Man two, like people were willing to like they, oh, they gave yeah. it. I I saw it. Yeah, yeah, in theaters, of course. It was still like it still it was still okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like I think that the Avengers was the like twenty twelve was the perfect time. And as you can see, like people still can't get these uh get these franchises right. There's still inconsistency in them outside of the MCU. DC, DC, uh, the fucking monster universes that they've been trying to start, like mm-hmm. fucking Transformers that they've been trying to do, like right. you know what I mean, like get shit right, guys. So I mean, the timing just wasn't right. So no, I wouldn't want to see it. Yeah, I wouldn't want to see it either, especially if it was the same cast. I agree with you. I, I don't, I didn't, and I didn't really care for the Fantastic Four that much. No. I didn't care for the cast of Fantastic Four at all. Even X Men, I was like. I like the first two. Mm. Oh, let's get into. We'll, we will get. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. But uh, my my the easy quick answer is no. I yeah. wouldn't have been interested. Um, maybe if, you know, not even. I can't even say the director because around that time we were what like. We we, 14, didn't, care. we didn't care. I didn't care. We didn't give a fuck. About <laughs> I didn't know who a dir- I didn't know. I didn't know what a director did. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know. You're not cutting yourself enough credit. I didn't know. Uh, I, 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 did, I didn't know anything. Yeah. Unless it was a uh, Superman, I'm not watching it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. We're gonna stick with the superhero franchises. Black Adam has found its director for the um, the Rock starring movie. It, his name is Jomei Collette Serra. Now the name doesn't sound familiar. You may have heard some of his films, um, mainly Liam Neeson um, tentpole films. Unknown, Nonstop, Run All Night, The Shallows, and an, an upcoming movie called The Jungle Cruise, also starring The Rock. Not, I don't really care too much for the director. He hasn't made too many bad films, but none mm. of them have been like, oh, I gotta see this. I haven't seen any of those. They're not, they're not bad. Either. They're okay. not bad. Um, but with that being said, getting off the topic of dire- directors in general, are villain movies a good idea? Because in recent years, we've had a, a good amount. We've had Venom. Mm-hmm. We have Black Adam coming up. Yeah. We have, obviously, the Joker movie coming up. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm missing one. Uh, I was gonna throw in Maleficent, like... Yeah, Maleficent. Yeah, that was fire. Was it? 
Melissa was fire. Mm-hmm. But all right, so on that subject, are villain movies in general a good idea? I, I think they're a good idea because um, you get the other side of the story. Every story has um, has two sides to it, right? Like each coin. So and even with some villains, you never know, you know, why they became the villain or like you know what what be what gave them the reason to act this way because sometimes you know villains are everyday people they just come across something that might you know okay switch their head around i say no i think there's very big exceptions and there's some exceptions that i'm looking forward to like i'm looking like i'm hoping that the joker is an exception but for example when i feel like a villain is only as great or as strong as the way he affects his uh protagonist Mm -hmm. and that's always the light that i want to see these villains in you know what I mean? Like, that was my problem with the Venom movie. It's like, I think Venom is a cool character, but I need Venom to be scary. I need Venom to be scary. I need him to be scary in the eyes of the hero, and I need Venom to be, like, this monster. I can't view him that way if I'm viewing him as the protagonist of a story. Like, that, that for some reason, just bothers me. Like, I, I can't get into that. So, like, the same thing with Black Adam. is like, we see, we he's a, if you guys didn't know, he's a Shazam's, uh, arch nemesis. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, we didn't mention that. Um, I like I like Shazam. I I want to see Shazam go up against someone that is like of his own power and that he's very intimidated by and that is like damn near afraid of. Mm-hmm. You bringing me into a rock movie, the movie with The Rock, who is not a scary guy. Like he's The Rock. He's he's that's a big motherfucker though. He's he's a he's he's Maui. Like you know what I mean. But still, yeah, you're not gonna take that seriously. It's yeah, not a real so, villain. Yeah. So you give me a movie where I'm supposed to sympathize for the sympathize with this guy, and then throw him in. You're telling me you're gonna throw him into a movie where he's now gonna fight off my hero. Mm-hmm. So now you're turning it into a situation where it's like, okay, like who am I supposed to be rooting for? Another problem is. I think when it comes to villain movies, you don't have enough time to make the flip. Whereas, because the only way I can see this is like when you do these movies, they're technically an anti-hero. Because an anti-hero is the protagonist of a film or, or literature that is in a gray area where mm-hmm. they're not a good, they're not essentially not a good guy. Mm-hmm. So when you do that, um, you have to make me believe that, that, okay, this guy can shift from here to here in two hours. Is that really possible? You know what I mean? Like one of the best uh, examples of it was Breaking Bad, but... Uh, you hate you you sympath you go from sympathizing to hating Walter White, but over the course of five seasons, if Game of Thrones had executed it perfectly, we would have saw the evolution of Daenerys from turning into a good guy to to a bad to a bad guy over the course of eight seasons. Like had it been accomplished uh, the right way, like and then I feel like when you're talking about a two hour movie, you run the risk of having that flip feel too immediate. Mm-hmm. It was and for example, it felt like that in um Doctor Strange. Where at the end, Baron Mordo helps save the world and then becomes a villain. Because, like, the script just dictates him so. Like, just wills it so. Right. And it's like, I didn't really believe this character's arc over the course of an entire movie to justify him just becoming evil. So, like, because we're going to have to root for Black Adam. We can't sit there. You're not going to get butts in the seats, like, sitting here rooting for someone doing monstrous shit. Mm -hmm. So, over the course of two hours, you're going to have to make me believe that this guy is becoming... A monster so that in the next movie where he faces off with the hero i don't like him i feel like that's very difficult and it was like it was something i was noticing in the because i went to go see aladdin this weekend and i saw like the new melissa maleficent trailer granted i didn't see the first maleficent but i'm like am i supposed to be rooting for the title character walking into this movie yeah like i don't like and who is her like who is her villain who is she going up against mm-hmm. so i mean i don't think it's a good idea i think it can be done but it just 
if I'm if I'm an executive, I'm not banking on that. You know what I mean? Right. I got you. I'm I'm really focusing on like developing the 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 villain's character arc in relation to the hero. I got you. I feel you on that. Um, I'll unpack on this a little bit myself. As far as Black Adam is concerned, um, I don't know how you guys feel about it. The Rock is one of like my favorite act, not even actors, just but like someone in entertainment. Oh, he's a great star. And I'm talking about like from the WWF days. Like yeah. he was my favorite wrestler growing up. Same. Mm-hmm. The people's elbow, the eyebrow, all that stuff. He was my favorite wrestler growing up. Same. When he got into acting, his first couple movies, eh, wasn't a big fan of. As time progressed, you could arguably say he's the biggest actor in the world. I know. Yeah. I think last year, or the year before, he was the highest paid. Yes. Word. Yes. He was the highest paid, highest grossing. He's a huge megastar. Yes. With that being said, and I. I I don't know his filmography on the top of my head, but I've never seen him as a villain before. Uh, he he was in, in, in Doom. He was a villain in that movie? He was a, yeah, he starts off as a good guy. Has anyone like, ever seen Doom? No. Yeah, there's a good amount of people that have seen Doom. I don't know. Now, I've never ha- seen Doom. Ha- have people liked Doom? That's another question. Um, either way, so point being is that I like The Rock. I think the average person likes The Rock. Mm-hmm. So now you're going to have me go into a film and possibly root against him because yes Black Adam we're probably going to root for him will be the anti-hero when he faces off against Shazam you're going to be rooting for Shazam that's the, the goal right ultimately mm-hmm. so I think that's just weird you're going to root for that person one movie and then he's going to be the, a villain in the next movie because right. I think that's this, where they're going with Venom right he's getting a sequel at some point they're going to want to team him up with Spider-Man that's where the money's at right but now if you like Venom the character mm-hmm. when he goes against Spider-Man he's the villain that's a little tough to get behind Another thing too, Black Adam versus Shazam. When they ultimately do get that sequel, if they do, sh- is Shazam gonna be the the star of the movie? No. I don't think so. He's gonna need Shazam's gonna need uh, another movie before he's gonna need he's gonna need an extra movie on top of the rocks. I agree. Problem with that is too, those kids are gonna be growing up real quick. They got to get that done yeah, very yeah. quickly. Yeah. First of all, Shazam, and the rock is busy. Yeah. And Shazam's honestly, Shazam's production should have started already. Uh, yes. For two. Yes. 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 I because those, agree those kids still to me, I like I love those kids, uh, but I still think that they kind of cast them a little on the older side. They're a little older, yeah, because they're yeah. supposed to be what like fourteen. Yeah. But that's but that's the problem with like in the comics, Billy Batson can stay thirteen for fucking yeah forty five years. Live action. But yeah, so I, I I don't know about that Black Adam versus um Shazam thing, and also too Black Adam's gonna make more money than Shazam. So then to put yeah. him in a film in the oh, next yeah, movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a little right. dicey. Now, um, having villains in their own movie in general, I think it can work because we all like anti-hero movies. Like ga- gangster movies are anti-hero movies. Right. The Godfather is an anti-hero. They can work. Mm-hmm. A little skeptical on the Joker part uh, because listen, we'll get into this more as the movie gets closer. But Joker is the worst of the worst, and then you're gonna have me in a, a position to try to root for him well, during well, that movie. I'm not sure about. Well, that. they're doing they're doing a good job with that by setting that up. Like they're kind of staying away. See when you when you're playing around with the realm of superheroes, mm-hmm. that's where things get. I'm sorry, like just too black and white. Unless you're talking about a unless you're talking about a. Um, uh, a Deadpool, like a hard R, I can just make this guy a mercenary and he goes out and kills people and doesn't uh-huh. give a fuck. Right. Then you're cool. When you or like the same thing with like Spawn. When you're talking about like these movies and you're trying to sell them to kids, that's where it gets more difficult. That's where you get to. That's where you have to thin that line because mm-hmm. this Black Adam movie is not going to be rated R. No, Joker's going to be rated R. So I can. Be, so I, I'm going to walk into that as if I was walking in to go see Taxi Driver. Okay. Or like I was walking in to go see The Godfather. That like that's adult entertainment. We mm-hmm. indulge in that type of entertainment. Uh, when you're talking about children, children aren't watching with that level of nuance. No. 
like so they're not they're not going in looking for like the villain's character development and shit like that they're not looking for the heel turn you know what i mean it's like i feel like that's the issue with it with that being said being as how you're like the batman aficionado amongst three of us right do you especially when you read the comics did you ever see yourself rooting for the joker not at all that's what I'm saying. This is like this is a fundamental problem with the character. You should never be in a position to root for the Joker. Right. I understand we got the origin story. We're gonna understand how he becomes the Joker. But at no point in time should we ever root for the but, Joker but, at any but, point. But I don't think you're gonna be ruling for I him. Think I think you're I gonna think, try to make him sympathetic. I well, I'm, I think that they're just they're out to tell a straight up tragedy because they have told the Joker's origins before, like in the Killing Joke, and it's not about you feeling sorry for him. It's just <laughs> you really seeing like how I'm. Because the whole thing about him is just like, the Joker could be any of us. That's that's the encapsulation of his entire character. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like all it takes is one bad day, and the Joker could be, and we could become the Joker. So like I think if you base your film like like I said, this is for if we're talking about entertaining adults versus entertaining children. So if you're entertaining children, then no, you don't want your you don't want you you don't want to be going in uh, sympathizing with a mass murdering psychopath. Mm-hmm. Uh, adults, I don't think are ever going to be doing that because mm-hmm. an adult is sitting down like, okay, I'm watching a gritty rated R crime drama. That is not making me do that. And yet, yeah. we, but yet we all love Ted Bundy and stuff like that. As far as like the shows, we all watch it. Well, and but see the whole thing with that one, and like that's exactly where because I was talking about the Ted Bundy movie. That was the that was the uncomfortable and unsettling thing for me. It's mm-hmm. like they shouldn't. I thought that was a mistake. Yeah, they shouldn't on the movie's part. I was like, they shouldn't have. Uh, sat here and made me wonder like does Ted Bundy have a point that that was a fault of the movie the movie was still very well uh, well made but like that was the one thing I didn't like about it it's like it because we know Ted Bundy was 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 guilty so like that kind of made it feel gross mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know what I mean but also like that goes back to my point it's like who are you entertaining are you entertaining the kids and teenagers or are you entertaining the adults because the adults can be able the, the adults will be able to see that disconnect like whoa I'm not supposed to be sympathizing with this man, like, chill right. out. Right. Whereas, like, a kid will sit down and be like, oh, I like this guy. It's like the same way, it's the same way, like, a, a fucking kid will sit there, play Grand Theft Auto, shoot, shoot people up, and not be able to tell that, like, oh, this is just a game. I mean, another, another example would be Hannibal Lecter, too. Facts, facts. But what to say is, is that, I don't look at it as that that's a bad thing. I look at it like the director is showing the story that's really captivating like he's really twisting it of course we're not going to sympathize with a serial killer but the way he's portraying the message is just like you know it kind of gets to you like yo right. was it really some sanity and what he really did that that's the type of stuff i like i like yeah. the oxymorons and stuff and, like that and, and another thing and that's why i said sometimes there are exceptions because you do have villains like in the case of the joker the joker is a far left character like he's completely insane mm-hmm. you, he never has a point psychopath. he's a psychopath whereas like you have Magneto, you can sympathize and get behind Magneto. Yes, a hundred percent, and yes. no one will fault you for doing so because of the characters that the real life characters that he's based off of. Mm-hmm. Like if you've ever been marginalized uh, by your race or ethnicity or sexuality or whatever, like you mm-hmm. you can sympathize with Magneto's coming from. Yes, you know what I mean. Even uh, Black Panther did it perfectly with a, with Killmonger. You can, I could take it. I could take, for example, I could take a Killmonger movie. I could do I could do that. Yeah. I could I could take a Killmonger movie where he starts off trying to do the right thing and be, and grows into an extremist. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of Michael B. Jordan ahead. Nah. You did a good job with the character. I just want to see him on screen. That's not true. No, you smile. <laughs> you are for the record. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Kai started smiling pretty hard when he said Michael B. Jordan. 
No, but I, no. Well, in all seriousness, I, I do feel you. But yeah, I think villain movies can work. I just there's certain ones that shouldn't be made. Right. And Joker, I think, is one of them. Like yeah. honestly, the Black Adam, I don't think is one of them either. I, I mean, I don't think that I don't think Black Adam should be its own movie. Yeah, it, it depends on what bad guy it is. The bad guy, I feel like, has to have some type of moral compass going wrong. And with the black, I don't I don't know too much about his background, honestly, but. I don't think it's the right movie for it. Yeah, yeah, but because The Rock is in it, they're gonna give him his own movie. Oh, of course, yeah. of course. And like, and like you were saying with the whole Joker thing, that's why. I remember when I was telling you my initial idea? I was like, "Yo, they should make a Joker movie, but not make it the Joker. Mm-hmm. Where like just make it like a like a straight up crime." Yes, drama. yes, 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 yes. And yes. that way you would have once you remove the, once you remove the superhero element, no mm-hmm. one really passes judgment over, over mm-hmm. the type of story you tell. Yeah, honestly. So, but we'll see. I mean, I didn't mean to change the the, the conversation to a, a Joker um, centric thing, but. Moral of the story, I do think villain movies can work, but as anti-heroes. But like I said, there's certain villains that just don't need it. Mm. So, don't need it. Tread carefully, that's all I say. Yes. Well, yeah, that's that's a good way to put it. Just tread carefully. Don't need it. With that being said, good job, guys. Let's get to the main topic of the day. You guys ready? Hey. Let's talk do my this. shit. All right, so like we said uh, earlier in the show, we were talking about X-Men, so we'll get into it. Well, that's the time now. Our uh, topic of the day is X-Men franchise. We're going to go through a quick re- recap of them all, um, b- just because uh, Dark Phoenix came out recently. By the way, anybody saw Dark Phoenix? I heard it was complete basuda. I haven't Where? seen it lately because I heard it was hot garbage. Damn. I heard it was trash. But I will see it, though. I will see it. I will see it. Damn. Um, so we're going to play a little game that we have done before. It's called Dope or Nope. Yes. yes sir. So we're going to go through... Every movie in the X-Men franchise, and also spinoffs in the X-Men franchise, and just say, do we think it's dope or no? Fairly simple. You guys ready? Bet. Yeah, man. Let's do it. All right, so we're, we're going to start in chronological order. 2000, X-Men. Hey, dope. All right, Kyle, I guess you start dope. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Uh, I like it. I like the original X-Men in hindsight. In 2000, when I was, what, six years old, five, six years old, I found it. Seven. No, I was six or seven. No, six or seven. I was like, I was actually terrified of the first of, of the first X Men movie because it really was like a body horror movie, and I had never seen it. Like, I was coming out of like, uh, nineteen eighty nine Batman, Batman and Robin, like more like really kid friendly superhero films, mm-hmm. and it was really the probably like third dark one I'd really seen because I want to say it was between Spawn, uh, Batman Returns, and then this. So like this, and then like this one like was like I said like when you had the mutants and you were showing like uh, Wolverine's powers and like how his uh the the claws were coming out of his slowly coming out of his skin and he's holding it to people's throats. I was like this movie was fucking intense it for was me. Very gritty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Also the part where Senator Kelly turns into like a big water blob. I like mm-hmm. I thought that was like that's that that was giving me nightmares at the time. So like I didn't really come around to fucking with the original X Men like until a couple years down the line. But like in hindsight, like that's a great movie. I think it's I think it's one of the best like origin movies that's not an origin film mm-hmm. because like you don't have the time. And it also it does a great job at balancing all those characters. It drops you in and immediately you feel for Storm, Cyclops, Gene, uh, and you know like you uh, Professor Xavier, you, you understand Magneto and where he's coming from, and, and it is it sets him up as a as the perfect as essentially the perfect villain, and in one of my opinion, one of the best movie villains. Uh, in the matter of 10 minutes like just with that opening scene of him at the holocaust mm-hmm. the second you see him be separated from his mother he's breaking down the gate i'm like yo magneto can fucking wipe out humanity and like i understand he can like Fact. i get it because yeah. like who would not uh have that point of view that perspective on life on life and after being... after surviving that mm-hmm. and i'm like damn imagine how a lot of 
like Holocaust survivors or, or people survivors of trauma would feel or like survivors of genocide. Mm-hmm. So it was like the fact that the movie was able to tell that story in the first 10 minutes was fucking amazing. Yeah. So yeah, it's an automatic dope for me. G? Um, I mean, for as a kid watching it, I, I couldn't follow it as a kid because I was so young, to be honest with you. But um, growing up watching, um, I don't, I can't say, after I watched it as a kid, I haven't fully watched it yet, but I'm going to give it a dope just off of the strength of Kai because <laughs> that, you know, his description was fire, you feel me? Yeah. But um, It's very good, sir. Thank you. Yeah. You, you did your thing, you feel me? Yeah. Close. I think we're all in the same boat. We were all too young to re- yeah, really truly remember this movie. Yeah. I did. I'm pretty sure I saw it in theaters because um, I used to watch the the X Men cartoon. So my parents were like, oh yeah, X Men, X Men, same thing. Yeah. No, very no. different. <laughs> yeah. Very different stuff. This was an adult movie. It was yes, it was a very adult movie, and I, I don't. You know what? I didn't like it at first, but only because of like aesthetic reasons. Yeah. yeah. There wasn't a lot of like bright colors in it. Yeah. Stuff that I was used mm-hmm. to, like from Batman, um, the, the second Batman, yeah, yeah, Batman yeah. Forever and all that stuff, uh, Superman stuff like that. Um, but as time progresses and you watch the movie when you're old, you come to appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And let's also appreciate the fact that it's one of the first successful, maybe not successful, but it really like it shifted it. the tone as far as like you can make a very it, it critically good movie, yeah. uh, a superhero movie. Yeah. And one that can make money at the box office at the well, same time. It, it ushered in this new era of superhero films. Right. Because after this movie, studios were just like where they at, like trying to buy up every mm-hmm. single comic book property that ever that ever existed mm-hmm. um also the effects in the movie really hold up they're really good special effects mm-hmm. um because you gotta think about the shit like you'd never seen before like you'd never seen someone's claws come out of their hands so realistically you'd never mm-hmm. seen uh mystique transform into different people like on the fly right. yes that right. and like yeah. and it that was, was cool and it was seamless mm-hmm. like what magneto like what magneto was doing was fucking cool you know what i mean um when the, the final fight at the Statue of Liberty was, like, amazing. Yeah, I mean, that that I enjoyed. That part I enjoyed. Yeah. And let's also say, it introduces to Hugh Jackman. It did. Which has been a huge part of the the movie industry in the past 20 years. That, so, was, that was almost Russell Crowe. It was almost Russell Crowe, yeah. but he recommended uh, Hugh Jackman, hooked right? The, hooked his boy up, yup. Yes, sir. He's but, like, yeah, one of the top mates. five casted superhero movies of all time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Who? That's, a, that's actually a good topic for another day. Oh, best uh, superhero cast. Yeah, Jesus, I'm I'm a genius. That's deserving of its own topic. But yeah, but yeah. So I think what three dopes? Absolutely. Nice. Moving on, X Two X Men United came out in 2003. I think we all know what the answer is going to be. But G, let's start with you, sir. Nope, I didn't. (laughs) Oh my yo, he always does this shit. (laughs) What's your real answer? Nope. Yeah, All right, Kai. What do you want? (laughs) No, matter of fact, let's let's unpack this. Why you say it's nope? All I can remember is this is when um the dude Striker came to come um kidnap the kids. It was that movie, right? Yes, yes, yes. yes. I didn't care for this movie at all. I fell asleep watching this movie. Wow. Big fact. You serious? You're being serious? Nah, I ain't oh, serious. Okay. I, ain't oh, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't watch this movie. Fuck you, bro. I thought you were dead ass. <laughs> I ain't watch this shit. Um it's a auto- <laughs> <laughs> It's an automatic dope. Um X X two is in a lot of ways, it surpasses its. After all the great things I said, it surpasses its predecessor in like almost every way. Uh-huh. Um, the new characters it introduces are just super cool. Um, fucking the opening ten minutes of Nightwing breaking in, not Nightwing, um, Nightcrawler breaking into the statue, yeah. breaking into statue, breaking White into House. the White House is fucking crazy. It like is. once again, this goes back to the effects. We did not see effects like this before, mm-hmm. and like just knowing Nightcrawler like from the animated series, I was like, yo, how are they gonna make this guy do it? And it, like. 
They mm-hmm. do it and then they make it look cool and amazing. And I don't want to shout out his name because he's kind of shamed and gross now. Mm-hmm. The director, we won't, yeah, say, we won't, say we won't mention his name on this podcast. But um, he he did un, he did an amazing job. Um, and also, I thought this movie was a lot easier to follow. Yeah, I, I felt like it had I felt like it had a more complicated plot, but mm-hmm. I thought it was it was it was it was easy to, it was easy to follow. Um, it kind of threads things throughout the film, and it's like you don't catch it until the second part, and you're like, "Oh, that was actually pretty genius." Yeah. Um. Every everyone everyone returns. I think Holly Berry comes back with a new accent in this movie. I she know. does. <laughs> that switches her accent up in every movie, but she's still great. Um. I love the I love the arc that it served uh, for Jean and how it kind of played into the, the whole Phoenix Force. Mm-hmm. Um. I love I love the scene at Alcohol. Alkali Lake, where um, Wolverine is fighting Lady Deathstroke, yeah. and she is giving she is giving him the hand when she stabs him like five times in the yeah. back. And oh my god! And, and uh, Wolverine kind of suffers from the same problem as Superman a lot of times, where it's like, how am I supposed to worry about a guy that can automatically heal? And the fact that they made me feel like he could die in that moment was like really was a really great moment. Mm-hmm. I love the scene where um, they're they're all being oh, the breaking at the X Mansion. And Wolverine is going Berserker mode. Yeah. And um because if you notice in the first X Men movie, Wolverine doesn't kill anyone. No. I don't think I don't think he does. I don't think so either. Yeah, so when you see him like murdering people, you're just like, Oh yeah, this is supposed to be a scary motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they actually had to cut that scene down because it got an R rating the first time. Right. Because he was just butchering people. It was cool. Uh the char- the new characters they introduced us to, they gave us more of they gave us Pyro, they gave us um Iceman. Iceman, uh like I said, they gave us Nightcrawler, and they mm-hmm. all fit into the story, man. And Stryker made a really good villain, and like uh, and like uh, Magneto, you feel for him. Mm-hmm. You do understand why he wants these mutants to fuck up out of here. Yeah, you know, like he's the anti. Like everyone thinks that Charles Xavier is the anti Magneto. No, Stryker is the anti uh, Magneto because mm-hmm. they want the same. They want the same thing for opposite groups, and are willing to do just uh, whatever it takes in order to obtain their goal. Yeah. So like he was a great second villain. So yeah. Dope. Yeah, dope for me too. Um, the movie edited better, the cinematography is better. L- like I said, it's a lot easier to follow. Um, clearly, the star of the first movie was Wolverine, and I liked how they opened up on his origins. Yeah, so to speak, because um, they hinted a little bit at the first movie, but to really get into it in the second movie, it, w- it was pretty cool to see. Yeah. Um, what else? What else? What else? The the, the the new characters are dope. Mm-hmm. Um. William Stryker is a, a once he's a good villain. Once again, just to piggyback off you, that scene in the X Mansion, yes. yeah, it, it's pretty cool. I love that. scene. It's definitely pretty cool. Oh, man. they gave us a little bit of Colossus too. They is that did. one scene where he like knocks a dude through the fucking wall? They which, did. They did. Dope. Nah, it's it's just it's it's a good movie, man. Yeah, it's a really good movie. Definitely, um, if X Men was seen as profitable, X-Men 2 elevated it to a different level. Man. Yeah. So, shout out to X-Men 2. Moving on, though. So, just like how we said X-Men 2 uh, elevated it, mm-hmm. God damn it, X-Men 3, The Last Stand. Took it to a whole new yeah. level. <laughs> Took a oh, whole, shit. A whole new shit. <laughs> this movie's a fucking turd. This movie is a piece of shit. Oh, God. Um. So, it's a dope for me. Um, yeah. <laughs> Expound. <laughs> No, this movie is is shitty. It's it's no, it's no. Okay, okay, it's it's definitely a note. I'm not gonna lie to you though. When I saw this shit in middle school, I it was thought, cool. I thought this movie was the shit, bro. <laughs> I, 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 I thought this movie was lit, <laughs> just like Spider Man. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. 
So I remember with facts, we was in middle school, right? And um, we had this we, we we had this substitute teacher. It was a black guy. He was real young. I don't know if y'all remember him. Mm. Or the case may be. But um, hyped the movie up. I wasn't gonna see the X Men, but he was like, "Yo, movie was fire." At the end, they just fighting East Side. Yeah, you know, just fighting. And I'm thinking, I'm like, "Yo, I gotta fuck with the X Men." Mm. I don't usually fuck with the X Men, but I'm mm. about to go watch the movie, bro. I saw that movie and like a kid, you're like, oh, this shit is fucking bananas. This is lit. But then when you watch that shit three bro, years bro, later. Bro, watch yeah. that shit as an adult. You are so let down. It's bad. Okay. Uh, glass half full, though. There are some good things in that movie. The story, yeah. it has promise. Yes. Mm-hmm. Also, I think we were talking about best superhero castings. Kelsey Grammer as Beast mm-hmm. fucking works. Yes. He is yeah. perfect as Beast. Yeah. He's the perfect Beast. Because, like, Beast is a gentle giant. Mm-hmm. And then when he goes ham and starts fucking people up, you're like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. Don't I mean, get it like my favorite line is, like, when he's over there fucking fucking him up and Wolverine's like, I thought you were a diplomat. And, he's like, <laughs> he's trying to be very, like, uh, articulate about his, like, of, like, the situation at hand. Well, it's like, well, in certain circumstances, ah, oh, fuck it. <laughs> he's just, like, tossing people. So, there are some fun... Oh, I like the scene of Wolverine in the woods when he's just, like, killing generic mutants. Yes. That was cool. Mm. I thought the bridge effect was all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the, the way they dismantled the entire, the way they handled the entire Phoenix, uh, storyline was just it was trash. trash. It was sad, man. It, it was dumb. And like, like, like I said to, they had a good premise. They had a cure for the X-Men, which mm-hmm. I think is, it's a fantastic, like, just a, a starting point for a story. Right. Mm-hmm. You put both the heroes and the, the villains, right. which is, uh, Magneto's crew, you have them try to go up against a common enemy, another good you know, story trope. Right. And it just does it's not executed right way. Yeah. And it's and it's there's a good movie in there, but uh one thousand percent. Unfortunately they lost the director. Yeah. He walked away to go do Superman. Which was Basuda as well. I like I like Superman. Returns. Returns? Yeah, watch Basuda. him out. Anyway, watch him out. um so they had they brought in fucking Brett fucking Ratner to come do oh, it. Oh yeah, and boy, well, <laughs> Oh, he shall not be named as well. Yeah. He touched boys too. No, no. X Men is three for oh, three. Jesus. Yeah. No, nah, he didn't touch no boys. He just, we, we, we're not saying that. But. He just be, he, he was wilding the fuck out. Yeah, he was, he was wilding the fuck out. But um, <laughs> X Men. Oh, I gotta Google three. this man. <laughs> you said Brian Ratner? Uh, Br- Brett Ratner. Oh, let me not Brett say his Ratner. name no more. He directed the first uh two uh, Rush Hours. I think all three actually. Where? But anyway, um, yeah, there is a lot of promise in this movie. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Oh yeah, I just thought the deaths were needless. <laughs> why why kill Scott off screen? Yeah. After after just making him a fucking depressed, lonely puppy for the first fifteen minutes that he's on screen. Yeah, I like James Morris. You know, yeah. Like he was yeah, he was a cool dude. Uh the way they kill if you're gonna kill Xavier, fine. Make it more moving than him just exploding into Moloch. It wasn't a sacrifice. No. He just it was he just blows up. Gene <laughs> is just like <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Lifts him out of his wheelchair, blows him up. Uh it was it was pointless. He hadn't even like fully served his character arc nah. it didn't really do anything to the x-men it didn't even dismantle them because they get back together within like two minutes mm-hmm. uh i gotta <laughs> I, I, I gotta watch i gotta watch ellen page and, and iceman skate on a on a frozen fountain why oh i forgot about that terrible part <laughs> that, yeah that Ooh. was that was unnecessary Ooh. um and then the way the movie my biggest problem with the x-men movies just as an entire series they do too much teasing so like remember when you saw the trailer and uh and Wolverine walks behind the giant sentinel head. Yeah. I'm thinking we're going to get the sentinels in this movie, bro. Mm-hmm. No. Not at all. It's nope. a fucking danger room simulation. I've never seen a bigger tease in a movie ever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, ever. 
that's a fact. Though. Oh no, I'm sorry. The Amazing Spider-Man two when fucking he's fighting Rhino and the movie cuts to black. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like eat, like eat a dick for that. <laughs> eat a dick. <laughs> uh yeah, there was just too it was just too many frustrating parts about it. It's just it. not a good movie, man. Yeah, it wasn't. Um, it's a shame. Yeah, and you mm-hmm. could tell that like it, a lot of it got lo- lost on the cutting room floor too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and it, and it set back superhero franchise for a little bit too. Because yeah, of that. absolutely. Um, hot take. Um, oh, oh, oh. yeah. Right. Um, I think X Men films, no matter how good or bad they are, a lot of them have excellent opening sequences. Because even this movie had a really good yeah. opening sequence. Yeah. The scene where he's um where Angel is like trying to cut the wings off his back and oh, the dad yeah. walks inside and he's like, "I'm sorry, yeah, I'm sorry." Like that was a big like analogy, like because I think that. I think the whole idea of that was like almost like a like a father like walking in on his son like reading like a gay magazine or something mm-hmm. like and him trying to like hide it. Right. Nice. Like I, like I think that was like there was a big like that was like a huge like metaphor right there. So mm-hmm. I, I think like a lot of and we talked about the last two movies like great opening sequences. Mm-hmm. I think they really know how to like tell the first five minutes of a story. <laughs> the first five minutes. No, like I mean like all like the the entire franchise as a whole like because we're gonna keep let's keep going through and I want to see like how many other ones like have dope. Uh, like first, they like should just cut it down to ten minute shorts. Then that's the case. You know what I'm saying? They should just Disney should just make X Men short films. <laughs> just do that. We don't need two hours. Yeah, that's, right. that's a fact. But right, yeah, this well, movie was trash. Unanimous dope. I mean, whoa, unanimous no. dope. Unanimous no. dope. Jesus. All right, moving on. Oh nine. Another. Let's skip this movie. <laughs> I don't even want to go. I don't even. Do I it. hate this movie. This movie is fucking I awful. Hate this, movie. this is the one where they travel in time. This. this no. No no no, no. 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 This is uh X Men Origins. Wolverine came out two thousand nine. I hate this movie. I'm oh, sorry. This is the one where Wolverine's going going through wars, fighting. Yes, a, like I said. Oh yeah, this one was horrible. Like I said, another cool. That's a cool ass five minutes. The beginning when he killed his dad, right? Yeah, yeah, that was amazing. That's a cool ass five minutes. It was. And then after that, the movie just turns into a steaming pile of shit. Shit. We'll get there. We'll get there. But let, let's right. get to our, our doper nopes off. Uh, nope. For, I mean, no for me. I hate this movie. G- no. You're turning me into an asshole because what the fuck do you think? No. <laughs> Absolutely no. This movie's no. terrible. This movie gets the X. I actually, I don't, I like this movie even, like, I, no, no, no. I dislike this movie even more than Last Stand. I can't. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, I'll watch Last Stand before I'll, I'll watch, no, I have to watch Origins. Most definitely. Bro, this is arguably one of the worst movies of all time. <laughs> I hate this movie. <laughs> I hate it. Bro, this is an awful movie. Deadpool. That's Bro. all I have to say. Deadpool. I did like Ryan Reynolds in Stop. that. Stop. Oh, no, no, no. Well, yes. The, before the first, they, yeah. When he turns into a, a, I don't even know what to call it. Fucking uh, mouth uh, tape. Th- oh, it was horrible. Uh, Mr. Thousand Power, motherfucker. God, this movie sucks, bro. This movie can eat him. I do like the bit. casting of, um, what's this gentleman's name? As, as Sabretooth. Um, oh, uh, Leaf Schreiber. I like that casting. Yeah. Blow my clip for me. Oh. oh, shit. Damn. Why are, X-Men, why are Wolverine and Sabretooth fucking brothers? Find me a book where they were ever brothers. Makes no fucking sense. Like, why? It's never explicitly stated that they have the exact same powers. Like, where did you pull this shit from? Please tell me. God damn it. That shit was so annoying. But, like, oh, wait, no. Nah, don't clap for that. <laughs> now you gotta let off another one. Oh, oh, oh. There you go. Save it two feet of dick. Oh. <laughs> why the fuck is the blob a fucking boxer? Oh, we're still going. Oh, what? Oh, the blob is a boxer. <laughs> why, why is Will I Am in this fucking movie? Wait, hold on, hold on. You didn't like Will I Am? Why is Will I Am in this movie? No, why the fuck is he in this movie? Why is he in this movie? 
why is Gambit being played by Taylor fucking Kish? You know, like... <laughs> yeah! Yeah, go ahead. No, 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 I can't. Also, why is why is a uh, Gambit old like old enough? Why is Gambit around in the fucking eighties? He's supposed to be young enough to date and court Rogue. Yeah, like that's his job. Mm-hmm. So now that means that he's like forty five and Shorty's eighteen. Fucking pedophiles. Bro. Gross. What were they thinking, yo? Pedophiles is a running theme in this <laughs> in, in this franchise. <laughs> this is a franchise. This is a stained franchise. Oh, Sexual man. explicit franchise. Oh god! Like what the fuck? That that's a, that's a bad franchise, man. Oh fuck that movie! Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a bad movie. God, that shit is so awful. <laughs> There's just so many things happening in it. And it's like, why? Like, why is the dumbest line ever written in like fucking film history? Oh, uh, adamantium bullets, but nothing can hurt him. Uh, he might not grow. Uh, he might not die, but his memory will. Grow. So you mean to tell me you have a r- memory erasing bullets? How could you possibly <laughs> fucking know that? Because because that, that kills him in in in, in, in Logan. Yes. <laughs> so dumb, yo. That's you know that's one problem with this franchise. There's a lot of like inconsistency. Yeah, way too. The many. movie the movie is like the the movies are a paradox. Like yeah. this franchise is yeah, a paradox yeah, yeah. upon itself. Mm-hmm. But like, ser- but, but seriously, can I just like walk up to you like with a giant branch and just like knock you upside the head and be like, yeah, Ralph is gonna forget this shit. <laughs> like, no, it might like that's just, not how that works. Just write it in the like just write it as in like you thought it killed him, mm-hmm. but it didn't and erased his memories. All right. Hello. Yeah. Oh, how about you just wipe his fucking memories when he when uh, during the Weapon X program, dickheads? <laughs> I'm sorry. Then the effect. Then the effects weren't finished. Oh, you're still. Okay, oh go. my god. I'm sorry. This movie. Nah, this movie's fucking awful. All right. You want to hear the funny thing? I do. Uh, so they had this. If you if you didn't know that this movie leaked like months months before it was done. And I saw that version. Yes, I saw that version in the barbershop. <laughs> I'm like yo, that shit is horrible. I'm like yo, how you? I'm like yo, how they get this shit? Uh, I'm in the barbershop watching X Men Origins a year before it drops, and I'm like yo, how they get this shit? I'm looking at the terrible. Uh, so oh, so I, I didn't want to judge it. I'm like, all right, the effects weren't done. This is a leak. The movie comes out. There's literally no difference. <laughs> it's like it's like the people got it early and they were just like, oh fuck it. Yo, G, have you ever seen this version? I saw the original version. I Bro, if you ever see, if you ever see, there's no difference. <laughs> there's no fucking difference. Nah, the the the, the, the special effects for the last fight wasn't finished. Like oh it goes to like gray and green screen all that stuff. Oh my god, Wolverine's claw- terrible. Wolverine's how do your claws in 2006 look what worse than look, look worse than how they did in 2000? Yeah, life don't even work that way. That's like you forgetting how to read. It's it it doesn't make sense. It is horrible. Let's move on before I have to load another clip. <laughs> yeah, so Piece of shit ass movie. Can't fuck with the shit. Too. That movie's terrible. But with that being said, they get back in stride. 2011, X Men First Class. Thank you. I'll start this one off. Please, it's dope for me. Yes. And you know what? I didn't like it at first. Really. I didn't even watch it in theaters because wow. after after Last Stand and Origins, I just gave up on the X Men franchise. Oh, I am mad at you for that. I, I just gave up on it. I, well, I don't want to see it. I, I did the same. I didn't see it in theaters. I saw it on DVD. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think my pops picked it up. And around this time, this is when Marvel w- were really like picking it up. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I'm done with the X Men franchise. This I don't is, need to watch any more. This is a year after um after Iron Man. Well, no, it's 2011. It's three years after Iron Man. Oh, yeah, shit. Sorry, I'm looking at It's 2011. Game. So we had a couple... I think we had Captain America and Thor already, so... Yeah. We're already well into the Marvel Universe. So with that being said, I was cool on superhero movies. Stick with Marvel. That's pretty much it. And I, and even during that time, I was watching The Dark Knight and um, Dark Knight Rises. Right. So... Oh, that wasn't out yet. 
No, but it was comic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, that's my point. Okay, okay. But, uh, but yeah, I was cool with X-Men movies. So I didn't watch this in theaters. And I didn't know any of the cast members. Right. I wasn't familiar with... Um, um, Fastbender, Fastbender, definitely not Fastbender, Jennifer Lawrence, any of them. Yeah, yeah. Now all big household big, names, mega stars. Yeah. But I didn't know any of them, so I I had no reason to watch the movie, and I didn't, I couldn't connect with it, right? Because now Patrick Stewart's not in it, right? Ian McKellen's not in it, obviously Wolverine's not in it. Mm-hmm. I don't care to watch the movie. Mm-hmm. I think I watched it by accident one day on like FX, where they they tend to give it a lot. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Mm. I liked it a lot. I didn't think I would. I I still to this day I still think the special effects in that movie aren't the best in the franchise that's mm. just me mm. that's my opinion I wasn't happy with that but as far as the story the acting was concerned um pa- is it Patrick McFoy no uh which one fuck you fucked me up I, f- I forgot his name now um, James McFoy James McFoy James McFoy Michael Fassbender perfectly cast as Xavier and Magneto yes mm-hmm. so I, I I like the movie I, I like it right and oh and Kevin Bacon phenomenal job as a villain yes yes, guy. yes um yeah it's a dope for me if you know me you know that this is my favorite x-men movie when this dropped i was like blown like i was, I was honestly blown away because like you i lost faith in the entire franchise mm-hmm. i was like i don't give a fuck about these movies anymore mm-hmm. and then i didn't have faith in this movie i was like what the fuck is this like yeah. why are they in the 60s and who are they like who's what's the hellfire club and who's uh who's this guy but damn this movie did everything that it needed to in order to like it did all the things that like I love about movies. Like it took all my favorite things. I it, I love superheroes. I love the '60s and I love the Cold War era shit. Like yeah. coming off of like, because mm-hmm. um, you guys know I'm a big Metal Gear Solid Three fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Snake Eater, which like took place in the '60s. So once I knew that that was the backdrop, and then they made it work so perfectly, and then it threw in like, it made it feel like a '60s spy film because I'm a big James Bond film uh, fan mm-hmm. as well. And it's like the act to me, like I love the act, action sequences in this movie. They yeah. did, they did, they didn't feel forced. They didn't feel like they, they didn't drag on for too long. They didn't really focus on spectacle. They all played a part in the story. Um, and then the way like they set up uh, Kevin Bacon's villain and how it picked up right after right uh, right after the beginning of the original X Men, where he manipulates Wolverine. I mean not Wolverine, um, Magneto. And in the scene where Magneto was just a fucking uh, Nazi killer. Yeah, mm. it's fucking crazy. Like. Literally, like, they pulled him out of Inglorious Bastards and like gave him his own movie with superpowers. Uh, that was amazing. Um, I love what I love that it was kind of broke uh, the the X Men comics, but I did like the relationship they had between um, Mystique and Xavier, like the fact that they grew up together, right? Uh, and they had this brother sister relationship, and and seeing her sway to the other side. And we were talking about like character development and like heroes falling from from grace. I completely believe why Magneto would turn evil at the end of the movie. And I don't even say he turned evil. I think he just embraced who he truly was. Um, And we see that push and pull. And I can believe that these characters that were best friends have this difference of opinion and it causes a split between them. I I buy that, yes, even after all these characters have been through, they cannot rock with each other the way they do, Mm -hmm. but they will always have a fundamental respect for each other. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like, the the way they handle that relationship, which is excellent in my opinion. Um, Azazel. You talk about, like, scary motherfuckers. That is some scary shit. That's that's Nightwing at... uh, Why do I keep saying Nightwing? Nightcrawler at at 200. Yo, when he's... When he's teleporting, catching them, and then on. dropping oh, them. Oh my god, that's some scary. And shit. then he kills like the CIA director, the fat dude. I yeah. liked him. Yeah. And he picks him up and just drops his fat the ass. Fat I was like, <laughs> I was like, damn. Um, I liked Rose Byrne as Moritz McTaggart. 
Ooh, she, yes. She was great. I, um, I like the little romance that she had with, with Xavier, and I like that it wasn't too forced. It wasn't like, let's throw a superhero plot in. Mm-hmm. Let's throw a romance plot in here. I like the way uh, McAvoy gets um, paralyzed. I didn't think it was going to happen in this movie. Mm-hmm. So when it did happen, I was like, oh, it caught me by surprise. Um, and yeah, just the way... It's a very dark film, but it's, it also knows how to play on its comedy. Yeah. And that's just the credit to... to you me. think it's a dark film? Yeah. I don't think when so. When it starts with the Holocaust, and then he shoots his mother right in front of oh, him. Oh, yeah, you can never and um, then he, have a comedy with the Holocaust. Yeah, yeah. and then he butchers the he butchers the people... Um, he butchers the people in the bar. Yeah, it, it's a dark film. I, I, liked, I liked Emma Frost. I liked January Jones in that role. Mm-hmm. Looking oh, yes. spectacular. Looking like everything. Fuego. Yes. Um, yeah, it, it was great, and I like, and I, and it was fun to see um, McAvoy in in or uh, Xavier in like the thick of things, and like giving him his own action seat. Mm-hmm. He's confined to a wheelchair for all the movies. He does not to, he does not that he doesn't do anything, but like we don't really see him in the field right. and like running point on things. Mm-hmm. So that was really fun, and to really see um, uh, Magneto as a young man and just tearing shit up is just like because remember we were supposed to get an X Men Magneto film. And that never happened. I would still like to see that. And they took the parts from this movie. They took they took what they had from that movie and put it into this script. Mm-hmm. And also, man, just Matthew Va- Matthew Vaughn is a fucking beast. He is. He's a beast. Like, cause after before this, he had made Kick Ass, which is one of my favorite superhero movies ever. So, like, yeah, this I mean, is. I agree with you, man. The, the, this is this is my favorite X Men film. Like, and it still to this day it is. So, shout out to this movie, Mr. Vaughn. Please direct the Superman movie. Yeah, I want. Please, him. I want. That's that's my top choice too. Him or um, uh, who's the guy that directed uh, Fury Road? Uh, George Miller. Yeah, one of those two. I'll be cool with that. Okay, I imagine. Anything? Um, I can't front until I saw the outline of today's podcast. I forgot this movie existed. <laughs> what? <laughs> Big facts. Because by by this time, I gave up my X Men too. I'm gonna keep it a buck. Mm-hmm. But um, after doing some research and looking at some clips earlier today. I do have to check this out. This I'm not gonna lie. This is a fu- it's this, a fun movie, this, bro. Yeah, this shit look, look, look lit. Magneto out here lifting the submarines and shit. I was like, oh, yep. yeah, I, I gotta check this one out. So I'm a, I, I haven't really seen it yet, but I'm still giving it a joke. Got you, got you. All right, moving on. The Wolverine, 2013. Thoughts? What do we got? I give it a dope. It's a it's a very it's a standard enjoyable just like straight up blockbuster. There's nothing special about it, but it gets the job done, and it and it's carried on the strength of. Hugh Jackman, like I just shit, I just took a shit on uh, uh, Origins Wolverine, but like Hugh Jackman just is this character. Yes, he's perfect. He's perfect in every movie that he plays this character. So like when put him in a Wolverine movie and make sure the movie's not bad, and like you you got a winning formula. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I thought it was just a very standard fun action popcorn movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I love I, I love when when Wolverine goes to japan that's a huge story arc in mm-hmm. the comics and he faces off with silmas because he was a samurai they could like he for a long time he goes there he falls in love with a japanese girl and like he spends a lot of time there right um and there did uh and those stories it didn't involve mutants they actually put mutants in this story just for shit's sake but when he goes to japan he's facing all, he's fighting ninjas and other samurai right yeah and he's just he's just a ronin like he's just right, right, right. this guy without a master um, it did feel like because it dealt in Japan, it did feel very like anime inspired, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. And like I said, my biggest problem with a Wolverine with a Wolverine type character is like, how can I fear for this guy's life? They did make it the fact that them making him essentially mortal for a majority of the film, you do fear for him. Yeah, there's a part yeah. where he loses his healing factor and he's getting shot up and he's just like moving slow. 
And also, that train sequence is dope. Yes. When you're fighting on top of the train. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, for me, it's it's a dope. I like the first two acts of the movie. It kind of falls off the rails toward, towards the end of it. It has the big dumb ending. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's stupid when he fights the big silver... Silver Surfer. Because first, first of all, who didn't see that uh, reveal coming? That the old man was the Silver Surfer? No, I think we all saw that. Wait, the old man was what? Silver Samurai. Silver oh, Samurai, oh, yeah, yeah. not Silver Surfer. I who, say Silver Surfer? I'm yeah. sorry. Who in the, who in the comics was, like, was just a guy? He was just a beast. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I... I saw that coming, but I don't have much to say about the movie. It It's good. Mm. It's, it's good. Oh, once again, we were talking about uh, we want to track uh, opening sequences of a movie. Mm-hmm. When uh, the fucking bomb goes off and he throws home in the well, oh, and he lays on top of him and he wa- yeah. and he's all he's uh, all burnt yeah. up and irradiated. Ooh, that That's good. another dope opening. He was in pain on that one. Yeah, bro, I'm telling you, X Men might be like ten for ten with the opening. Bro. Ten for ten, bro. They haven't had that. There hasn't been a bad opening. Because um, even yeah. X because even um, first class you had when they replayed Magneto shit and then they introduced the villain. Yes. So, I mean, but we, we did see that already, though. It still wasn't bad. No, it wasn't It bad. was a refresher after was, 11 years. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. But yeah, um, yeah I, I thought this was dope, too. This is actually when I saw in theaters. Um, like, oh. you say, the the whole Japanese aesthetic. It was really cool, like, with the technology and the old Japanese architecture. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was, like, it was pretty dope. And like you said, when um, you felt for Wolverine, every bullet, you felt that yeah, bullet. Yeah. Like, you're like, yo, damn, like, don't take another bullet. Yo, get yeah. down. Like, what are you oh, doing? I love the scene where uh, they kidnap the girl. And he he finally gets his uh, healing factor back, mm-hmm. and he just he comes out the chair, just fucking jack, go, <laughs> goes ham on all, the, all on all the ninjas. Right. Then like the uh, the samurai dude comes up to him, tries to give him a he ignores him. He's like, all right, fuck, slices him by the face, walks walks right through his shit. It's like, mm-hmm. what are you? I'm the Wolverine. Puts his clothes right through his throat. That was pretty dope. Yeah, it was dope. It was it was a massacre, you know. I enjoyed this movie, like you said. It, it, it to me, it just seemed like a little branch, uh, X Men branch movie, where it was just like Wolverine Ghost has adventure in Japan. Yeah, it was cool. Kai, is it safe to say that your favorite part of the movie was, you know, Hugh Jackman, old up? <laughs> wow, that's what you got from that. Flexing. That's how you feel. That's 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 what you that's what y'all got from that's that. That's how you feel. Now you're not gonna do me like that. No, but that's, that's that's what you said. I, I'm not paraphrasing. You said that. I, that's, that's not what I said. Part. That's not what I said. I thought I heard you say oiled up. <laughs> <laughs> you was drooling over you. <laughs> he was drooling on his popcorn. You didn't say that. Fuck off, y'all. This guy said oiled up. He, he like his chest was poking out. <laughs> I, I thought that's what you said, bro. Nah, but nah, if it's a, that's fair part. It's fair part. No, if you want to listen closely to what I say, that's cool. I'm 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 the, the nah, I'm a host over here. Nah, I, okay. I have to listen close to what you you're staring saying. at my lips is to find out what, what comes out. That's what's up. <laughs> Keep doing you, bro. Doing a great job. Moving on, moving on. Um, all right. So I I did this before. X Men: Days of Future Past came out in 2014, just a year later after the Wolverine. Mm-hmm. It's a dope for me, and it's also my favorite X Men movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that's. I think. Maybe your favorite movie's coming up. I, mm-hmm. I can kind of see the, the writing on the wall for that one. Mm-hmm. But I this is my favorite one. It introduces you to both casts. I think the scene with um, James McAvoy and Patrick Stewart is a classic scene. Yeah. It's kind of like a passing of the torch mm-hmm. type of scene when they're um, talking to each other in like a flashback. The I'm not a fan of... Who's the, who's the one that, that sets her back in time? Was it Kitty Pryde? Not yeah. Kitty. yeah. When did those powers come out? Come out of nowhere. Yeah. Well, and that's the problem where they were playing around with the, they didn't have the the right 
they didn't use the universe the, the right way mm-hmm. because in the comics, uh, it's actually and don't quote me, I think it's Franklin Richards that sends them back in time, who's Reed, who's Reed Richards' son. Mm-hmm. It's either his son or his daughter, and it's not Wolverine that gets sent back in time, but it's Kitty Pride that gets sent back in time. Mm-hmm. It's not a Wolverine. Sto- they were putting they were putting because he's the bankable star, so yeah, they mm-hmm. were making him the head of all these movies. Yeah, where it was supposed to be a Kitty Pride led story, mm-hmm. which I love Hugh Jackman. That w- it would have been cool to see, cause like my like I said, my favorite X Men movie is the one that he's not that he's not even in. Uh, to see someone else lead the movie would have been cool, but it wouldn't even made sense because it took place in the seventies. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, it, it wouldn't have lined up anyway. But but yeah, this is this is my favorite movie. Um, the Quicksilver scene, immaculate, almost perfect. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I, I love this movie a lot. Anytime it's on TV, I stop what I'm doing. There's only a couple movies that I'll do that for. One, mm-hmm. That is one of those movies because it's on TV a lot, actually. Yeah, it is. But anytime I see it, I'll stop. I'll watch a little bit. Um, the cast is great. Yeah. I, I really don't have much to... And anything negative to say about it and it's it's a great it's a great sequel to first class it's a great follow-up because yeah. it, it it leaves you 10 years later and you you find out like the, at the end of first class there was so much hope and so much promise and you jump back 10 years later and you find out this all went to shit yeah mm-hmm. and then i feel like the 1970s like the way they use the 1960s they use the 1970s almost perfectly they use vietnam uh they use uh they use they use nixon they use and it and it fits in with the whole mutant universe that they've created at the time, which mm-hmm. is really dope. Um, my one problem, I didn't like the design of the '70s Sentinels. I thought it was pretty corny. I think that was an opportunity to ham it. I think they could have hammed it up and really went for the, like the comic book looking Sentinels. Uh-huh. They could have just done it. Why not? With the, with the purple. Yeah. 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 They could have did that. Um, I did like the future Sentinels. I thought they were really scary. They were really menacing. Hell yeah. Those were ferocious. Unstoppable. I liked. I liked that. You, like none of them are ever killed. You can't defeat them, and they, and they body all of them. Yeah. Um. Even though it was more of an of a first class sequel more than a, a last stand sequel, mm-hmm. I wish the 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 current characters would have been utilized more. They were just there to be murdered. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, they brought like they brought back Holly Berry to kill. Like she collected a check to get murdered. Now I don't even think she had a she had like a line. You gave, uh, she had like a line. Nah, she had a line. She had yeah. like a line. Yeah. She was pregnant during the movie. That's why she didn't shoot too much. Was though. she? Yeah, she was okay, pregnant. Okay, okay. So that's why she didn't shoot too much. Yeah, but but like you said, I I love this movie. This is definitely one. This is probably number three for me. Number three. Yeah, because okay. it's probably it's probably this, and then we'll get yeah, yeah we'll get into the other ones. Um, but yeah, I I really enjoyed this movie. Once again, I love the way that it continued to build on the relationship between Xavier and uh, Magneto. It's mm-hmm. like now they've drifted even farther apart. Yeah. Um, like you were saying with the Quicksilver sequence, which is amazing. We've never seen anything like that. Cause my one of my biggest concerns when they because remember uh, he was a this came out at the same t- no it came out a year before but we knew that there were going to be two Quicksilver's there was going to be this yes. Quicksilver and then it was yeah. going to be the Avengers Age of Ultron yes, Quicksilver came first yeah mm-hmm. and I saw Evan Peters costume on like I think Entertainment Weekly mm-hmm. and I and I was like this looks fucking dumb mm-hmm. he looks stupid this is going to be a shit movie and I like I said I still was very skeptical about the X Men franchise I've been let down twice badly. So, but when his sequence came on and it's just like, they start, everything just slows down mm-hmm. and he's literally just running at the, I was like, holy shit. Like, this is, I've never seen anything like this before. So like, that was amazing. I thought the movie had a really great climax. The the fight when he drops the stadium on them around the, uh, around the White House. Was That's fu- great. Was fucking cool. Um, and I know my boy Wolverine was in pain when he has the metal like thing go through his body and then yeah. he leaves him and drowning for like well, seven hours. Why do you do that to him? Violated. They were cool. 
violent. Also, the uh, the allegory for uh, for for drug abuse as well. Mm-hmm. When he needs when he needs the uh, when he needs the serum, yeah. and he has to tell himself to stop taking it. They make they they had the balls to make Xavier a junkie. Od and it paid off. Od so. I can't even shout out the, the piece of shit. But. I don't want to hear the voices. <laughs> shout out to everyone except the piece of shit. From yeah, the X Men get you the different directions. Yeah, yeah, I gotta. Jesus yeah, I gotta Christ. G, you know what? They got a ring. That's what it is. They all in the same ring. A sexual assault ring. Oh, probably. You feel me? Yo, come to the X Men franchise. Imagine, uh, imagine if they uh, imagine who they, if they chose uh, Roman Polanski to, to, to oh direct, my god to direct the, the reboot. <laughs> Roman Polanski does the reboot. <laughs> Hollywood's Melissa's go to X Men. Hired directors like, mm, you don't have enough red flags. <laughs> you didn't touch enough people. <laughs> we need some more red flags on this one. You need to you need to send in your rap sheet along with your resume. <laughs> you need to be a level three child. People have been arrested once. Get out of here. Get him out of here. <laughs> rookie. You need to be a level three sexual <laughs> sexual offender. But how about you, G? Don't don't um, know. Nah, this is dope. This is this is probably definitely one of my favorite, definitely top two favorite X Men movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the Wolf seeing the Wolverine in theaters made me want to come out and see this movie. Um, it was very suspenseful, you know, in the beginning, you've seen all these X-Men characters, like, alright, cool, this is dope, but then, one by one, body, 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 body. Yeah. That shit was crazy. Um, the whole back in time factor, so the fact that I didn't see, um... First class? First class, now I'm just like, damn, this is where I missed all that information mm, from. Yeah. And now I'm like, I gotta go back and see it, but I still was able to understand what was going on. Yeah. And like, you know, like, like you were saying, Kai, with the whole, um, Vietnam events and how they really use real history and laid that, um, that um, X Men story in, I thought that was a genius. You know, yeah, because what a lot of believe it. Because what a lot of people are always like, like, why do they keep making these period pieces? It's like you do know that X Men started in the sixties. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. when it came out, they were they they took place in the sixties. Vietnam and all these things were actually happening at the time that these comics were they were running present day. So right. you know what I mean, so like it it makes sense that they go back and tell those stories at the during those time periods. Facts. I, I like that. It gives them more you know more room to play with. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, it's dope. No, yeah, yeah, absolutely. They wasted uh, Peter Dinklage, though. They did. He didn't do anything. He didn't do it. Yeah, he did. Peter Dinklage. Well, moving on, guys. All right, it's gonna take a slight departure. Deadpool twenty sixteen. Um, I don't know. You guys start. Uh, I'm gonna go with a um a light dope. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's a it yeah it's dope. It's It's a dope. It's a dope. I I think this is. One of the most inventive comic book movies of all time, and I th- it's one of my favorite comics. It's of a game all time. changer, man. Yeah, yeah it, it definitely is. is. I think honestly, I will put this down as one of the best comedies of all time. It's really funny. Ryan Reynolds. I, I still we're talking about perfectly casted people like you know Hugh Jackman, Wolverine. Ryan Reynolds is up there. Yeah, he he's Deadpool. I can't imagine anyone else being Deadpool. No. Nah. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe the only person, and he's not a, like an actor. Actor, he's a he's a voice actor. Is Nolan North? He does a really good. Death. I thought he was gonna say like Will I Am or something. Like no, bro. I'm just saying. Low my cliff for Will I Am. Low my fucking cliff for Will I Am. Low my cliff for Will the fuck I Am. A lot of community service. I'm sure he does. Will I Am. Oh. Don't you ever make another fucking movie in your life? Give me another Fergie album. Make sure that shit is fire. Yeah, where is the love? Where, ooh, where is the love? It's not in Hollywood. <laughs> it's in that goddamn studio. <laughs> Go make an album. Bring the Black Eyed Peas back. Yeah, bring the Black Eyed Peas back. I don't know none of their names. Um, 
Well, you said two of them. Well, I am Fergie, and that's pretty much Hold it. Hold on, what a clip again. Oh, oh, another one? Yeah, another one. All right. Come up with some new names I could remember, goddammit. Over here knowing two members' names looking like a fake-ass fan. Like, I forgot the names for real. Bro, I, I know him, I know uh, Fergie, and I know Shorty with... Uh, it's not even a Shorty, it's a dude. <laughs> <laughs> with the long hair. It's a dude with the long hair. Yeah, dude. <laughs> My bad, I didn't mean to do that to you. <laughs> Damn, that's... That <laughs> but back to Deadpool. Yeah, back to... Yeah, fucking Deadpool. I didn't mean to take Ted on a tangent, bro. Nah, it's all good. <laughs> Uh, I love I love Deadpool. I love this movie. It's fantastic. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it, this this movie just has like jokes nonstop, and they all to me. I think almost all of his all of his jokes land because yeah, his delivery his delivery is perfect. Yeah, his delivery is yeah. perfect. Um, uh, some of the some of the effects are kind of like not all there. They didn't put that much money into yeah, it. yeah. But it's so, also very it's a very low budget and film. it didn't need it. No, it didn't need it. Mm. Um. I remember watching like I, I don't know how to describe it the demo, yeah, yeah for yeah. it. It's funny, funny stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, I was a fan of it. Uh, yeah, Deadpool's good. I watched it in the- no, did I watch it in theaters? I don't know if I did I actually. That I came watched. on Valentine's Day, right? I think so. Yeah, it came on Valentine's. No, I don't think I did actually watch it in theaters. I don't remember. But point being, when I watched it, it was a good movie. Facts. And it's funny. G. I enjoy Good Massacre every now and then. Good Massacre. He massacres the shit out of some people. He does, but it is glorious. Yeah. Also, he gave us a great... It gave us a great uh, Colossus. Yeah. I love love that Colossus. Like, he's really, like, comic book Uh uh, faithful Colossus. Yeah. Um, Also, Negasonic Teenage Warhead, like, the way they interact is just fucking hilarious. It's great. But Ryan Reynolds is just perfectly cast, man. Yeah, I'm trying to like remember the jokes right now, but I like I can't. But not. Be- but you know what it is? You can't. The problem, the, no, the 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 movie, the jokes rather, can only really be said by Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, it's kind of hard to quote it and get someone to laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, all this funny stuff. I like I like Ed Screen as um as which one call it um, Ajax. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the line where he's like, "Don't be afraid of him." He's named after a dish show. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great line. Yeah. Good movie. Good movie. Moving on. Oh, and then, sorry, oh, one last part. Sure, when um, sure, he's killing on. all the people and he's about to kill the one guy and he's like, Bob, TGI Fridays? <laughs> what the hell? How, do you, how are you doing? <laughs> That's actually based off of, a, off of an actual comic book character. His name is uh, Hydra Bob. Mm-hmm. He works for Hydra. And like Deadpool will like run into him at random ass times and just start like chatting it up. Like oh really? Yeah, like they're cool. Oh. Like he's also he's always killing like his coworkers and like he'll stop at Bob and like, yo, what are you doing here? Oh, <laughs> speaking, I, I don't know if we can call it an opening sequence, but like the intro, like where he has the drawings and like the executive producers are like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. something else, bro. Funny stuff, bro. Like a, name me a bad ex. We haven't come up with one yet. Even in the shit movies, we have not come up with, with a bad one. Nah, they they're killing it. Yeah. 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 All right. 2016s. Oh, God. X- Whoa. X- oh, God. X-Men Apocalypse. Now, I already know what your answer is, but you, uh, let's, let's let's start with you. This is another movie I did not know existed until I saw this really? outline. I wish I didn't know it existed. So I, it, I saw the trailer today. <laughs> really? For X-Men Apocalypse? Yeah. Yo, Apocalypse looks horrible. He looks boy. like shit. He looks like uh, Diamond Ooze. <laughs> <laughs> look like Eustace from Curse of Cali Dog. Ivan Ooze. Yes. Like, he said Ivan Ooze from Power Rangers? Yeah. Yeah, it looks just like him. <laughs> looks like Poopy. <laughs> Straight oh, garbage. Look like an anorexic King Tut, boy. Oh, oh my god. So, terrible. Kai, before you start, go ahead. I'm going to give it a dope. Oh, god. 
I'm gonna give it a double. No, I'll, <laughs> okay. I'm, I like the movie, man. Okay. <laughs> to each his own. Wait, 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 wait. So I was looking at the trailer, right? So basically, you know, he's the guy that builds the pyramids, right? Yeah. But because of the way he structured the pyramids, he ends up getting suffocated over his own. Nah, nah, nah. It was um. They, they they tore the pyramid down. So the pyramid crashes down and he's just on the bottom of it. It's fucking stupid. That's why he's entombed in it. And then the sunlight yeah gets on it. Sunlight yeah. But let's look past that. I think it's once again it's a well acted movie, right? Let's look at positives. <laughs> okay. Michael Fassbender did a great job, right? Right. Mm-hmm. James McAvoy does a good job. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Lawrence is in it. Star power, bang bang. <laughs> Oscar Isaac is my dude, despite the fact he looks like Ivan Ooze. Okay, everyone you just named does nothing. <laughs> what are you talking about? Magneto, Magneto has a really good part in that movie. When the he, part with his family. superpower and all that stuff. Oh, no. So the, you're the, not even... I like that part. When he's in um, Ashwitz. That part is pointless. That part is awesome. It shows that he can really control... Like, he shows him, like, yo, you could really, like, fuck up the whole world. He knew that. To. He didn't know that. He knew that. He, apparently not. Can I do... <laughs> apparently not. He didn't know that. He's trash then. Uh, this movie made me hate... My favorite characters. I fucking hate Who? this movie. <laughs> this movie made me hate Scott. Ty Sheridan in this movie is tapping. Oh, well, hold on, hold on. He's, a, he's not a good actor. Hold man. on. He's, he's poorly casted. Yeah. This movie turned my characters into tapioca pudding. <laughs> I uh, like tapioca pudding. What? Ew. 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 What you mean? Uh, I don't even know. I didn't even try tapioca pudding. This movie I has, what. I want to say, a total of two good scenes. Uh, no, sorry, three. I'll give it three good scenes. Mm. Uh, one of them is fucking shoehorned in and contrived as shit. There's no reason it should even be in this movie, but it just had to be. What? Uh, the scene when they go to Weapon X. Why? That's a good scene. Why? No, I, I'm not... I like that, I like that, I said it's contrived. Yeah. Why in God's name in a movie about fucking apocalypse are we at the Weapon X program at the time Wolverine escapes? What the fuck are they doing there? That doesn't even line up chronologically. That's a lot of questions. Bro. Nah, eat a dick. <laughs> Yo. Yo, nothing about this X Men franchise lines up chronologically. Nah, it doesn't. It doesn't nothing. It doesn't. It, doesn't. it really it, doesn't. It's so it's so frustrating. Uh, an- another question: What is Psylocke in this movie to do? <laughs> look, look hot. Look beautiful. That's it. That's it. That's that's all we need sometimes. Olivia Munn is a fantastic actress, and they just said, "Yo, stand here and be sexy." <laughs> I'm cool with that. That's offensive. I- I'm cool with that. Time yo. And then this X Men franchise. After and, then, and then and then and then. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucked up. That's and, fucked up. And then, if we're really gonna take it there, we if we just want to be dirty. Mm-hmm. They don't even put Psylocke in like the butt cheek costume. That's too much. They gave her the one with the legs. <laughs> I want to see the legs. Like, come right. on. Like, if we talk. Like, if she's just gonna be eye candy, make her eye candy. Facts. Dude. You know what I mean? All or give give her something to fucking do. There's too many characters in this movie. St- Angel. I don't like Angel. Fucking man. useless. He's a Angel's a cage fighter? Huh? <laughs> I'm glad I ain't seen this. Excuse me? No, watch the movie. Get the fuck out. How is he cage fighting with the okay. wings? An- another 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 thing. I'm sorry. And I'm and I'm going to apologize in advance because I love this actress. Okay. I think she does a fantastic job in the other thing that she is very prominent in. Uh-huh. You know who I'm talking about. Sophie Turner. Her fucking American accent is god work. damn awful it needs work she talks like she's in pain when she's not in pain <laughs> my name is Jean <laughs> like she's trying so hard to like not be British yeah, it's so painful done. you know Sophie Turner and Ty Sheridan need to be the, ta- the tapioca pudding I like tapioca oh my god it's, oh, it's, on, it's disgusting the, the Quicksilver sequence it's very cool I like it I love that song we've seen it already 
It was still cool though. We, it I, was cool. I appreciated it. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't worth the time and effort. Mm-hmm. It played no. <sighs> he just happens to get there as the fucking bl- building is blowing up. Yeah. Insane. Like, <laughs> it happens, man. And then it, this is my. And this is another problem. Uh, Quicksilver's too OP. There's a, there's a thing. There's a subtlety to using OP characters in your movie because you have to explain. Uh, you have to kind of pull them out the game in a way that's not stupid. Mm-hmm. The way that they always use Quicksilver and then dismantle him because there would be no movie with him. He solves every problem. Well, every he did get problems. beat at the end by Apocalypse. Dude broke his legs. Yeah, that right. one. That, that that one. I'll let that one go. What do you mean? But, but the part where he is able, in the blink of an eye, he's faster than the speed of light to save all those kids, and then gets knocked unconscious. How the fuck does someone like that get caught off guard? They don't. That's the answer to that. <laughs> They don't, because a striker walks up, pulls out a gun. He sees the gun, doesn't stop time, and then take all the guns and dismantle them. Mm. He's like, "Hey, what's it?" Yeah. And just like passes out. Stupid. Oh god, this movie. It's not that bad. It's it's pretty bad. It's not that. It's bad. pretty bad. What are you talking? What? This movie's pretty bad. I did. I do like. I do like who they cast. I do like who they casted as Storm. I like Alexandra Ship. She's yes. Great. Yes. 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 So there's bright spots to the movie. Oh, there is. This is not a piece. It's not a piece of shit. It's you just... make it seem like it is. It's oh, because because this movie pissed me off when I watched it because I had such high hopes for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, God, Oscar, why didn't you quit? <laughs> Yo, the second He's... they showed me that's how it looked, I pieced the fuck out. He said it. He was just like, I, I don't know what I was doing. This and, then, and then he didn't even do anything. I didn't. He didn't. Like you don't even know that's him. Like you he could have been, he could have been anyone. Because his voice is altered. Too. Yeah, he could have been anyone. And yo, Apocalypse looks so fucking cool in the like in the comics. It's kind of hard to translate that to live action. I don't believe that. You know okay. what my you know what my problem with the overall uh franchise with X Men franchise is? Mm-hmm. They're afraid to take the large leaps, yo. And this is due to the director that who shall not be named. Like okay, in in. From X, X the, the original trilogy, okay, you don't want to take big risks. You're not sure how things will translate onto screen. Mm-hmm. This is 2016. We've seen the Avengers assemble they twice. You could go for fucking anything. You could throw them in the in the dope ass costumes. Yeah, which once again, what was I saying earlier? Teasing. They tease that at the end of that movie. Mm-hmm. You think we'd see that in this new uh, dark bullshit? No, no, no. They 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 backpedal. There's. There's so many times they could have just went for us and given us shit straight from the screen. Uh, X-Men has one of the richest comic book histories of all time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they barely scratch the surface on even the great movies. They're only scratching the surface on these things. Mm-hmm. The Dark Phoenix saga takes place over the course of years. X-Men go to space. They fight aliens. You have... Uh, uh, Magneto has his own island of mutants called Genosha. Like, mm-hmm. And that shit gets nuked. And he has to start a war with the fucking... Um, with, with the humans, like there's so much, like X Men, X Men should be the Game of Thrones of superhero films. Word. Like what we like, no, I'm saying like the rich history that they have, like what we just saw in Endgame. Mm-hmm. There's no reason that 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 the X Men couldn't have carried that over their own course of films. We didn't need Iron Man and all those other people. Mm-hmm. They have a, their their cast of characters is so rich that they could have carried an entire franchise on on their backs. I'm only summing this up because the next couple films don't really have anything to do with the X-Men franchise, mm-hmm. really. They're more like side stories. Right. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, as it, like, this was the, well, this next one's, the, like, the end of the, the, the franchise and, like, the entire saga. Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, it's, there's such a missed opportunity. Yeah. Even in the great films, it was just like, there was such, there's so many missed opportunities, man. I have faith in Marvel, though. They're, they're going to capitalize on it. Yeah, yeah. And, After a couple years. Yeah, so. I want them, and I want them to take a long, long break. Yeah, we don't need another X-Men I don't, for a while. I don't want to, honestly, I don't, don't give me an X-Men movie till I have kids. 
Wow. Wow. I don't want to explain until I have kids. And my kids are like six. <laughs> okay. No, I want to. I want to. I want to be able to take my kids to like the fur, like to the fresh reboot. I want to give them a fresh start. Really. All right. Well, you got to have to wait. We got to wait for the next director saying, to you, touch somebody. You saying I'm not gonna have children, bro? That's I didn't say that. I'm just saying. They, they're not gonna have to wait. I'm just gonna have to wait for another Hollywood actor to touch a boy. That's all. Oh my god. Moving on. Um, <laughs> you'll get your movie. Oh, what? sorry. Go I ahead. didn't get my rating. Not sure. That movie's a note. <laughs> you oh. sure? Yeah. I, I, was, I thought you were leaving the other way. Yeah. Thanks. 2017, Logan. Yes. Kai, I'm going to let you start off yes. with this one, man, because I know you want to go in your bag right now. Okay. So go ahead, sir. Logan is one of the greatest superhero movies of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's personally one of my favorite movies of all time. I went to go see it with you two gentlemen. Yeah. yeah Did so, we? Yeah, we saw it. You had seen it already. You were watching it a second time. Oh, yeah, I did. Uh, Good memory. I walked out that movie theater like... I was I was emotional. Like that movie is f- fantastic. Like to me, it's 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 the perfect. It's one of the, it's to me. I think I think it's a perfect movie to me. Honestly, there's there's no real faults. I like you. The only way you find faults is if you're going back and like going picking nitpicking at the X Men history and continuity and stuff like mm-hmm. of that case. Mm-hmm. But if you watch that movie for what it is, like it's just a brilliant character study of this past his prime man going on one last job and like finding the like holding on to the things he cares about before like they're inevitably ripped away from him just due to time Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like this movie is it's a fucking western it's a post-apocalyptic movie it's a it's a family drama it's a it's a sci-fi movie with like dark themes of you know just like carrying over like passing on the torch to the next generation and like Mm -hmm. sins of the father being carried on to like uh carried on to the future it's like hugh jackman and patrick stewart in um in x23 daphne daphne keen i think yes all deliver fantastic fucking performances like across the board i don't see a weak link in this movie Mm -hmm. like there's this yeah it's like i said it's the perfect movie to me man it's like it was the i can i couldn't have thought think of a of a of a more better send-off for the character this is how you wrap up a character's story arc over the course of uh, 17 years he played the uh hugh jackman had been pl- had uh appeared the most times in movie history as a, as a single character and like you really his 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 finale his swong song is 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 one for the ages man yeah. like there was i don't need to see him come i'd love to see him come back in a cameo or something but i don't need to like yeah, if, he, nah, if he never comes back ever again he's good like spoiler alert it's it's, it's the exact same way i feel about tony stark the same way I feel about Hugh Jackman, like times ten. Mm-hmm. Like I, I love this movie, man, and it's it goes for it. It's rated R. It's fucking bloody and brutal, and it it's not gratuitous because it needs to be. It fits the tone of this movie. This is a fucked up, violent world, and he's sick of it, and he's and he has to fight through it one last time. Mm-hmm. And goddamn, it's fucking bloody, and it gives us it gives us Wolverine going sir, real, real Wolverine, real Wolverine, like with none of the nah, fuck the censors. This is rated R. Mm-hmm. I read the script, and that's in the script he's like the writer stops it and he's like yo just so you guys know this isn't this isn't x-men uh this isn't the original x-men people get cut they bleed and they die mm-hmm. he wrote that like into the script mm-hmm. and like he shows it on screen another dope ass intro 
when he slaughters those fucking uh, when he slaughters the the, the, the Mexican gangsters yeah. that are trying to try to take his car right? yeah and it and like in that first two minutes it's like yo nah this is not your mom's X-Men bro mm-hmm. like don't take the kids to this shit like it's a rap <laughs> like his opening line is like it, the first words he says is fuck like yeah, yeah man this is automatic <laughs> nah it's good man G um, this is another movie I didn't know existed. You so, saw nah, it? Yeah. <laughs> Let me stop. Um, nah, um, I'm gonna go with Dope. This this was really dope. When we went to the theaters to see this, I was not expecting this to be this type of X-Men movie. I was thinking superheroes, so, you know, we're gonna have our bad guys and see where we're going, but no. This is totally different. This is, um, like... This is like like the, the final old, you know, to a, to a great character. We mm-hmm. know Kai love himself some Hugh Jackman, man. <laughs> he definitely does. Oiled, oiled up, much as as gloriously oiled up. Who like so better? Who like better? Oh my god! What really got me in that movie is when I'm Wolverine, you know, was looking at his clothes and pus was coming out. I was just like, damn, my man's really. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, damn, he's that's fuck, he's shit was crazy. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm glad them, them kids went to Canada. You know, I'm real glad. But damn. I thought it was dope. Real, real way to end the um. And his storyline. Yep. Um, for me, it's a dope. You guys pretty much touch um, all the points. I just want to point out, um, going back to the acting, Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart. Goddamn, they got snubbed. They should have been nominated for Oscars. In my personal opinion, Patrick supporting and Hugh Jackman best actor nominated, not winning, but not at least nominated. Um, and that's all I'll pretty much say about that, man. It's a good movie. Like I said, you guys touched on all the, the solid points. I just wish they would have got more widely more recognized um, for their acting portrayals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agree. Um, last but not least, well, not last but not least, but because we haven't seen Dark Phoenix, so this is the last movie we're going to touch on for the X Men franchise: Deadpool Two, 2018. I'll start this one off. It, it's dope for me. I don't have much to say about it. It's 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 cool. It's funny still. Um, it's all right. Um, I'm not a big fan of the the fat kid or whatever that storyline was. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. all right. I could have. This movie's eh. It's it, yeah. it's still dope though, if that makes sense. Like it's eh, but it's dope. Yeah, I, I can't sit here and say it's whack. It's yeah. Well, because we're the, it's only a dope or a nope, I gotta go with dope. Right. If there was an yeah, eh, that's, I'd yeah. give it an eh. Because like, this movie doesn't have a story. No. It's, it's just, just more. It's just jokes. Just jokes. more Deadpool. That's yeah. All. And I think the good part about the first Deadpool was that yes, it was funny, it was bloody or whatever, but at the heart, it, it did have heart to it. This mm-hmm. movie is pretty devoid of heart. Mm-hmm. Um, Cable's just in it because you know they wanted to use Cable. Like the characters are just in it because they wanted to use them. Yeah, the Cable's in it because they wanted to use Cable. Um, Domino's in it because they just wanted to use Domino. You know what I mean? Like it's just shout out to Sassy Beats though. Absolutely, I love Sassy Beats. I, she was my favorite part of the movie. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, this movie just exists. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Uh, I've tried to watch it multiple times. Like a second time, I can't get through it just because it's there's no reason to watch it. No, I, mm-hmm. I seen it once and that was it for me. Oh, it's no. the equivalent of which call it for me. Um, Ant Man and the Wasp. How I felt about that movie? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I could, okay. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but shout out. I mean, shout out to Ryan because you know he's built himself a franchise. So. I hope I hope Marvel sticks with him as Deadpool. Oh, they they said they were going to. Are they? Yeah. I hope they do. Kevin Kevin Feige said they're just trying to find a, a good way to to introduce. Put him in the franchise. They'll but, find a way. But they'll, they'll let Deadpool be Deadpool. I think with now with this new Fox acquisitions, I think that they're going to stay away from marketing thing. They're going to keep their their universes separate. So like, I think that the Deadpool movies aren't going to be marketed the way that the Avengers movies are. It's like I think I think they might start their own like Marvel like like Marvel Knights like because in the in comic books like there's like 
Marvel Ma- no, not Marvel Knights, uh, Marvel Max, mm-hmm. which is basically like the R-rated. So that's where you get like your Punisher, your Jessica Jones, like the shit with the sex and blood in it. So I think that they might secretly like create a department that only the adults know that's what it's called mm-hmm. and like market it under like market that and all the other like darker properties underneath that. Because they, they do have a, like they do have a lot of adult oriented like stories to tell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't think and I think Disney's going to be really interested in telling those stories mm-hmm. or just ship it all under Miramax. Miramax is owned by Disney. That too. That too. So technically uh, Pulp Fiction is a Disney movie. <clears throat> oh God. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Me as a Disney princess. G, what you think? Deadpool 2. Dope and nope. Shows when I was playing. Um, I'm going to give it a dope because, like we said, we can only give it a dope or nope. Um, I will never watch this movie ever again. Yeah, um, so I don't need to see is, that a second it's, it's, time. It's just, a, eh, you know, yeah. it's just more Deadpool. That's a, what I look at it. I feel like, you know, the first one was so marketable. They mm-hmm. were just like, yo, we're going to put the second one. Right. More blood, more jokes. That's what everybody loves. That's, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Okay. Well, with that being said, guys. Great job. Great job. So, let's get on to the next uh, segment. G, you know what time it is, bro. Put us on. Got you, got you. All right. Um, one of my favorite, I want to say definitely one of my favorite anime franchises is Gundam. And um, it's really convoluted because there's so many different type of series. It's kind of like, where do you begin? Like, when I tell you off the top of my head, there's, there's more than 10 different type of different series. It's like, like 20, 600, bro. Yeah, it was like 25 it's plus It's like 38 million Gundams. It's, it's late. I, I even need to catch up on some. But um, I'm going to start with uh, Mobile Suit Gundam The Origin. This is a six-point series telling a story about the famous... Char Aznable, also known as the Red Comet. This is the franchise's most famous character. Um, Toyota even did a special collaboration back in the day. You know, that's just how real it is. You feel me? Mm-hmm. It's my guy. Um, but anyway, we learned that um, Char, where he got his name from, because his real name is Caswell. The story begins as Caswell and his sister Artasia begins their escape from a space colony after the assassination of their father, Zeon Daikon, which was a philosopher. He was a philosopher, but I like to call him the Space Pope. Basically, he preached that um, Earth was sacred and that all humans one day were meant to leave it and evolve. Mm-hmm. And this phenomenon would allow humans to develop a sixth sense, able, having them able to mentally communicate with each other throughout time and space. And um, Daikon also fought for independence for the space colonies from Earth. Um, but he was killed by his um, supposedly best friend and allies, the Zabi family, during his independence speech. So basically, the zombies attempt to kill Daikon's children, but Caswell and Artasia, they end up escaping, but they hold his wife captured. Um, Caswell then pledges to exact revenge on his father and kill the entire family. I'm not going to tell you how he does it, but it's definitely a great watch. Um, it was released in 2018, so seeing the original story and new graphics is totally amazing. Um, I feel like Gundam offers everything from war, science, politics, love, pain, loss, and sorrow. And um, if you've never really gotten into the franchise, it's the best place to start because this is the beginning. You also get to see the development of the first Gundam in the early um, years of the biggest hero, Amno Ray, of the actual franchise. This series is really one for the bad guys, I must say, because even though Char is on the enemy's side, he has a genuine reason and cause for why he fights. No matter what side you want, everybody's expendable to this guy. It's like he's like the Tom Cruise of a Gundam. Like mm-hmm. this nigga goes in, fucks up shit, doesn't care who's dead. Um, but that's all I really got to say. It's a great, great um watch. Six part series. Toonami's actually gonna air the series and I think a twelve point, twenty minute episode series, but um check it out. Sounds, Sounds good. Dope. Um I've been watching this show on Amazon video recently. Now 
I don't really want, I didn't want Amazon video, but I forgot to cancel my subscription, so here I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been watching a show called Good Omens. If you haven't heard about it, it stars David Tennant and Michael Sheen. Um, it's about an angel and a demon working together to stop the apocalypse apocalypse of the world and by defeating the Antichrist. It's not that serious of a TV show. It's a comedy. Okay. It's very lighthearted. If you, um, so you don't have to be super religious to watch the, the TV show. John Hamm's in it, right? John, yeah, I wanted that to be secret, but all right, fine, oh, sure. Okay. John Hamm is in it. A couple other um, stars that are in it, and you'll instantly recognize. And um, it's it's good. It's a good. It's a nice little watch for board. Today was a rainy day. Give it a shot. Wow. Watch it. It's only six episodes too. Nice easy watch. Weird. Hour long each. Dope. Um, I watched this weekend um, Netflix's When They See Us, uh, directed by Ava DuVernay, who if you're not familiar with, directed Selma. She also directed A Wrinkle in Time. Um, this movie is a retelling of the 1989 Central Park jogger case, which uh, five young African-American boys ages 14 through 16 were wrongfully convicted of assault and rape and sent to prison and uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? And juvenile detention centers. Uh, if you haven't seen this movie which you probably heard of it because um, it's been all over everyone's timeline over the past week and a half. If you haven't seen this series on Netflix and you have it, you are doing yourself a great disservice. Uh, this is honestly one of the most emotionally moving things I've ever seen committed to committed to film. Uh, I'm not ashamed to say that I watched it and I like got choked up with emotion and I cried numerous times. This show is depicts uh, the social injustice that young African-Americans and minorities uh, have faced in the past. And the scary part is that they still face them today. Um, it, 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 shows a, it shows a system that is not meant to work in our favor. It shows that our current criminal justice system and the institutions that were put in place to protect us are dangerously, dangerously, dangerously flawed. Um, the fact that, you know, the police can essentially just scoop up you know, children and put them in rooms and leave them without food or water for hours until they get in a, get a confession out of them, a, a, a confession that was made under false pretenses and that was made under coercion and, and through manipulation. And then that be carried all the way to, 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 uh, to court. And then that be used to manipulate a jury and, and, and go in there with half facts. And then even when the, their, the right facts are there, and the thing and things aren't lining up people can still prosecute you and say that you're found guilty uh and send you to jail is just it's just it's just honestly scary man it scares the shit out of me it, honestly it's like if you like law and order imagine it's the antithesis it's the antithesis of what law and order is supposed to be in our society and the the scariest part about it is that it's real and once you have a certain uh label slapped on you it's there it's there for life because uh, if you don't know the story, uh, I, w- I won't spoil the, for the, spoil the story for those that don't know. But let's yeah, just say, it, yeah. yeah, let's just say that um, the, the mark is still there. The mark is still there. Um, and just speaking on like our, our justice system, it, it it's really scary just as a as a as a as a black man because I'm watching the show and, and I see it like I see that. Like I see myself in the role, and that's why I was becoming so emotional because they're depicting these scenes where they're showing these kids uh, be prosecuted, and they're showing these kids be be abused, and they're showing these kids be uh, essentially tortured because that's what they were. They were mm-hmm. tortured. 
Um, and these are not bad kids. These are not hood kids. They, these kids don't do drugs. They don't smoke. They don't. They don't. They're not. They're not uh, delinquents to society. They're fucking Just regular kids. everyday kids. They're regular everyday kids, and that's what I was. And the fact that this could have happened to me, and the fact that this still can happen to me, you know what I mean? And it's like the world leaves you behind. There's no to me. There's no scarier thought than that. And there's there's multiple scenes in it where like I just like had tears are like coming down my eyes because I'm seeing myself on like on the screen, and I'm like everything that's going through their heads would be going through my head. Everything that they're doing, I would be doing. Everything that they're enduring, like mentally and physically, like I would be enduring just because I know me. So like it it was it was a really tough watch i know there's a lot of people that haven't gotten through the entire thing just because it's very it's too powerful like my friends are only like halfway through and i'm like yo you're not even there yet yeah you got like you haven't even reached it. you haven't even reached the peak yet and like i said to me the scariest part is that this shit was real this isn't this yeah. isn't this isn't fabricated like this is documented and of course you know they're going to uh dramatize some things and then play on, and play on the heartstrings and to me but like that's just a that's just a testament to just like the shit that goes uh, how down. How sick the shit it really yeah, is. Yeah, and and mm-hmm. and and the shit still goes on. It's like um, not too long ago there was a there was a very infamous case. I think down, it was like Howard Beach or something. Like there was a someone, I think a woman was murdered, and they tried to pin it on this, on this mentally challenged kid. I did not know. And that. and the prosecutor bring that story. The, the the jogger. Yeah, it was it was in Howard Beach, right? It was in Howard Beach. It was a girl that was jogging, real pretty, good, real pretty girl too. But mm-hmm. she was jogging, and there, there's there's a lot of things going on with that case but yes yeah. they try to give it to a special needs kid and and wow. and the problem is with you've seen the story right? but and the That's thing is with it. with this it's like the the media has this potential to manipulate uh people because people are so like dangerously uninformed mm-hmm. and like people don't know how the legal system works they don't know the inner workings of of like how the police even the the police department works you'd be surprised how many people don't know their rights you know what I mean? And it's like me, fortunately, like I took law classes in high school. I took law classes in college. So like I can walk in and be like, no, you can't do that to me. Mm-hmm. So like you wouldn't have been able to, you can't like a police officer. I can't walk outside a police officer, pick me up and sit me down and try to force me to confess anything. Mm-hmm. Cause you're not, you're not getting it out of me. You know what I mean? But like there's kids that don't know that, you know, there's people that don't know that I'm, I'm watching the parents be manipulated into signing, having their kids sign confessions just cause they want them to go home. You know what I mean? And it's like, we have an we have a uh, we have an imperfect system because people are imperfect. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the people in these positions of power just are are full of self interest. You know what I mean? And it's like I'm not trying to say this to like be anti establishment or like fuck the police or anything, but you 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 essentially have to think that way sometimes when you realize that you know these people are imperfect. You know what I mean? A police officer uh, has a job to do. And he has stats and he has these things, these marks that he has to get, or he has a boss, just like we all have a boss. And when they get told to do something, they're going to do it. Uh, or they feel like they have to do it. There's no walking mm-hmm. away. There's no saying no. There's no quitting. Mm-hmm. That's a scary thought when you're talking about the power to lock someone, lock someone away mm-hmm. and influence their entire life. Facts. And you know, also, like, me personally, just being African-American, I don't I don't feel safe around police. Like, honestly, mm-hmm. when I'm walking, because, you know, my dad lives on her own from over there all the time. When I'm walking, I walk on the opposite side of police. Mm-hmm. Like, 
and it's not because I'm doing anything or have anything on me. I just don't feel comfortable because mm-hmm. I'm the type of person when I look at somebody, I look them in the eye. So then when I'm looking you in the eye, just as a simple person, like you're in front of my face, it's like a problem. Now I seem like a suspect or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like your job is really to serve and protect me. And the fact that their job is to serve and protect and in this movie, these kids are being hounded, beaten on for, for false statements. And it's like, your job is to serve and protect me. You're hurting me. You're hurting. You're not just me. You're hurting families. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 it was just so just, just disgusting. It, the most disgusting part was how even coming back and telling these people you guys did the wrong thing. They still don't they, see they, 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 they don't. Not even they see. They know they're lying, but they've been lying for so many years. Yeah. It's a truth to them now. They've yeah. conditioned themselves. Yeah. Because they don't even want to feel the remorse of what they really did if it was real or fake. Like, yeah. It's, it's, and, it's, 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 it's disgusting. And, yeah. And, and that's why, like, if anyone's ever, like, had this conversation with me, they know that I don't essentially hate the person. Yeah. Or, like, I don't hate the individual. I don't hate I don't hate the cop. I hate the institution yeah, yeah, yeah. that's been established that has conditioned you to believe this mm-hmm. certain thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't I don't I can't really hate the racist person. I hate the institution and the idea of racism. Yeah. Because that's the thing that has instilled that hatred in you. Yeah. You know you know yeah. what I mean? No, I know exactly. Yeah, cuz like you said like like cops are everyday people. That's how growing up I always thought, like, you know, because, you know, you, you're a kid, you look at the world in a different way. I thought, like, you know, cops were just like, yo, like, like you're kind of like, you have to pass or do anything. You're, you're low-key, like, you're like a god, kind of. Like, you have, you're have you not a civilian anymore. Right. But then growing up and graduating, and I'm like, yo, like, like oh, cops are just regular people that went to high school with you. It was just a regular person. So the way you perceive the world and the way they perceive the world could be the same or different. Like, there's some things that you can know. And that you can take advantage of, especially in your element, like, especially when you're around the city, like, you know, just, just, right. just things that are going on specifically. And it's just like, like, you got, you got, to me, it's, it's, it's very weird. But like I said, I don't feel comfortable around cops. I feel like I have to be on my guard. Right. And, it's just, and, 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 and to wrap this up, um, just staying on this one topic, because there's something that I'm seeing right now a lot and it's scaring me. Uh, I don't know if you guys have like noticed, like, uh, you, have you seen like a lot of like Punisher imagery? combined with like police officer shit yeah i haven't yeah. okay so i've i noticed it a lot when on my trip up to lake george they're like combining the the police officer like the flag with like the punisher like the punisher skull it'd be like the black and blue yeah, you know, yeah. And, yeah. and it's the punisher skull that is scary because what the punisher represents a cop should hate more than anything else which is extrajudicial uh power the, the punisher works outside of the law he kills people without due process. That's literally the antithesis of what a police officer is supposed to stand for, mm-hmm. correct? Mm-hmm. He's supposed to abide by the law and the rules and systems that were put in place to protect and, and serve us. Uh, if, you, if you're a police officer and I see you with that shit on and I see you wearing a shirt like that, that shows that you, that you want vigilante justice. You mm-hmm. would think it's okay that without, without due process, without juries and, 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 and the systems in place, that you want to just be able to take me down because you feel like I'm doing something wrong. That that needs that needs to stop. Honestly, like that's not that's not cool. That that whole movement is bugged, and you know why? Because and I, and, I, and I'm not trying you, to. You know why I say this? Because with the Punisher stickers and the black and blue stickers on cars, nobody was doing this before the Black Lives Matters campaign came out. Nobody. Right. I can see if they was doing this from when, from the beginning of time, but it only started because this whole Black Lives Matter, you know, um, protest came out. So it's just like. Damn, it's just like, right. 
who are you really protecting? Like, yeah. Like, like honestly, when I see something like that, I feel, you know, like, damn, like, I gotta be and, on my guard. And, like. and, and, and again, like I said, I'm not trying to spend this time, you know, trying to disrespect or say, say fuck the police because that's really not the case. What I do want and what this show showed me is that there needs to be a fail safe for when there needs to be a fail safe. There needs to be checks and balances. There needs to be more. There needs to be another eye mm-hmm. watching someone that's outside of that institution, keeping an eye on, on, on these. Cause you know what I mean? It's like who watches the watchman? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like who's watching the people with the power. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, but back to, back to what I was saying, man, everyone, everyone, everyone watch Netflix is when they see us. I don't care who you are. It's a tough it's watch, crazy. but you, you'll come out better for watching. And when award season comes around, I swear to God, man, if these kids and these actors do not get nominated for anything, I'm loading my clip. Because the, the, the performances are amazing. Well, what was the last dude's name? Um, Corey? Corey, yeah. Corey, Corey, that actor that plays Corey deserves all the awards, Thanks, man. He better, win an, he better win an Emmy. He better win an Emmy. And the question, then the thing about it was, they wasn't even questioning him. He was just waiting for his. Yeah, no, no, oh, that's came. Yeah, 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 but yeah, that, that that's that's it. Good man, I I, I gotta watch this show. Definitely gotta watch this show. I didn't want to watch it at first. So I was mad. I was hesitant. I was tight. I'm glad I did though. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, before we head out, um, just some couple thoughts to say. Um, in the past few months. Six tourists have mysteriously died in the resorts in Dominican Republic. Three of them in the week in the in a week's time. Damn. Now it's kind of scary for me because, as you guys know, I actually stay. Um, I go to um, DR a lot. I've actually stayed in one of these resorts where two of these people have died. And just yesterday, uh, I don't know if you guys heard Boston Red Sox player David Ortiz. He got shot in the back. Yeah, but, but that was different though. I heard he was um, messing around with a drug with a drug lord's wife. The point being, it's that it's getting a little dangerous now out there. It's scary stuff now. I'm not going to sit here and bash the country that my mother was born in. However, I do understand that it's vacation season. Mm-hmm. People are, uh, you know, going to vacation. School's out. You want to take the kids somewhere for the summer. You just want to get away from stresses of everyday life. Maybe a little vacation. Mm-hmm. I get it. But please, guys, just stay safe out there. Take a look at what you're doing. Um, take a look at the people that you're with. Take a head count. Um, you know, maybe not get hammered every single night, which is what the thing that everyone likes to do when they go to a resort. And especially if you're going to DR right about now, I'm going to be honest with you, it, I love DR. I'm Dominican. It's a little dangerous there right now. Mm. It's, it's just, it is what it is. Mm. Yeah. Um, so from the Stoop Kids to our faithful listeners, guys, just please be safe out there. Dope. You guys got anything more to add? Nah, man, like you said, stay safe. We want to see, we want to see you on that Stoop next week. Absolutely, bro. Always. G, always a pleasure. I don't want to see nobody on the stoop. <laughs> on that stoop. note, the streetlights just came on. And once again, thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to rate and subscribe now. If you'd like if you'd like to uh, leave us some feedback, ask questions, just say what's up. Email us at thestoopkidspod at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram at stoopkids. Now, I'm Ralphie. I'm Kai. And it's G. And we'll see you on the stoop next week. Peace. Sunlight hurts my eyes And 
something without warning love bears heavy on my mind then I look at you and the world's all right with me just one look at you and I know it's gonna be 